spooked. Oh, it's spooky Did time. I scare you? Ah. Welcome football after dark spooky episode. Boo. Dude. Man, now I wish like we had a remixed version of our theme that sounded spooky. Boo. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. We're going to do really spooky shit today, like talking about the Browns and our <laughs> quarterly power rankings. How spooky. I mean, that's pretty spooky. The Browns are pretty spooky. That's yeah, pretty spooky right now. We're gonna, I, I thought about this earlier because there's been some shit happening with random teams. Also, I'm Kuiper. Hi. Um, I'm Kuiper. Hi. Yeah, we have Genhard again because Core is still working on his house. So Pass me Corey. There you go. He's still, he's still having lunch with Sean McVay. <laughs> Or somebody who t- shook Sean McVay's hand. We can't tell which. Either way, they'll be head coach someday. I miss you, Corey. I'm right here, though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know the sound of my voice? So, let's <laughs> start things off by... Yeah, so, what What I was thinking what we should do is when we get to a team... Obviously, we did this last time. When we get to a team where there's like a story about the team, we'll just talk about them then. We won't like have yeah. separate segments and stuff gonna, like that because then it'll get redundant because we're yeah. going to talk about the team twice. Right. I was gonna. The only thing I wanted to, to kind of top the show off with before yes. we get into each individual team is I wanted to talk about just the end of the trade deadline. Oh, nothing. Um, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing yeah, happened. How nothing happened. I was extremely disappointed. ESPN hyped that shit up. The blockbuster trades happened like during the season this yeah. year. Yeah. They weren't even blockbuster trades. They were just like... Trades. Yeah, right. There was there weren't, any, there weren't any blockbuster trades like last year. Yeah. Last year was crazy on the deadline. So I was expecting something crazy to happen with like AJ Green or something, and then they're just like, you know, just like nope. Apparently the Saints tried nope super fucking hard to get AJ Green. They tried really hard. And I just want to put out there him both him and Michael Thomas on the field, the big boys that people have trouble getting around would be a little crazy. It'd be a little scary. <laughs> That'd be a little scary, scary yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, it'd be pretty easy. I'm, I'm kind of bummed that they didn't get it, honestly. Because they have two big boy receivers that Drew Brees could hit over the top really easy, and then Ted Ginn, who will drop the ball all the time. And yeah, <laughs> they, seriously. will be perfectly fine, I guess. Yeah, no, they'll be fine. I mean, the Saints be. will be fine. Oh, the Saints are great. Saints the might Bengals, be the number one team in the NFL. I don't know what's going on. Speaking of the Bengals, I'm going first. They're the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> wow, we're we're going to do our power rankings first? <laughs> we got a power rank first? Hell yeah. The power rings is gonna be the whole episode. It was last time. All right. So let me let me get my notepad ready. What's your reason? I'm writing it down. I got it. You got it? Okay, you got this sentence. And a fun thing I'm gonna be doing is I went back and listened to our episode, and man, was that funny. No, we were wrong. Um, whole well, shit, were we week, wrong? Now, in in like a little bit of defense, we memed a lot in the week four power rankings, but like I would argue, September. I would man, argue, me and Justin didn't want a meme. I would argue. Ooh. I would argue that week four power rankings don't mean shit anyway. They so really now, don't. now they start to count. They yeah, really I think yes, that yeah. definitely starting with week eight they do start. Detroit, to count. LMAO. They got hosed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They did. Yeah, they so did. did so did y'all on that fucking bet. <laughs> Get fucked. You know, I don't even care because even though I was on Corey's side, I didn't have to do anything if we won or lost. Yeah, it was just yeah. Neither did Kuiper if if we lost. Yeah, it was just me. It was just you and Corey. We were just giving you support. All right. So, um, but anyway, yeah, the Bengals, the Bengals suck. They didn't try to suck. They just sucked. Yeah. They don't do anything well. Literally anything. Um, which I think is the only team you could really say that about. They do nothing well. Oh, poor Bengals fans. Um, Football was cool in the 80s with Boomer Esiason. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, I don't think anybody will fight with me on no, that. Bengals are the worst. 
I think Bengals are the worst team in the NFL. I'm they're really not tanking having... like the Dolphins. The, Bengals, the Dolphins have actually put up more of a fight the last month than the Bengals have. Than the Bengals have at any point this year. Right. Okay. Like, the Dolphins actually deliberately tried to win against the Redskins, going for two when they could have won. They almost beat the Bills. They are likely going to beat the Jets this week. I love that. Please. And, I mean, they led they led 14 nothing until Dude, the, the organization... Steelers... Until the, until the Steelers were like, oh, wait, we're playing football again, and then rattled off Dude, 24 Dude, I want it to answer. happen because the Beng- if the Bengals remain winless and then the Dolphins win a game, they're going to trade away Ryan. They can't trade anymore. The deadline's gone. They can't, they'll just cut Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they'll just cut him. Oh. They'll just cut him. So are, are we going down the road to another team? <laughs> All right, Matt. Oh, who is the Time to go to the Bears. Second worst team in the NFL. I mean, I, I don't know how you can argue anyone other than the Dolphins yeah. here. Yeah, yep. that's, that's no, it. These two are tied for last. What is this? That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, well, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. For like, 15 minutes, God, the Dolphins showed so life, and then everyone remembered that the goal was tanking as everything crashed down, <laughs> and the pretty bad Steelers looked like a great team for the next 45 minutes. I don't, yep. I don't. Steelers fans going to talk about Steelers stats in a little bit and tell us how they're actually good. There's part of them that's actually good. They're not good. They're just not that bad. Right. There's there's a part of them that's good. Matt, the only thing I really actively want from the Steelers this year is to still finish with more wins than the Browns. They might, and that would be hysterical. Be good be memes. I'd be really sad though because I want Cleveland to succeed. You know. I kind of did too, but at this point, you ain't doing it. All right. So next, I want to put the Atlanta Falcons. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. No, the Falcons suck. Let me tell you why. The Falcons are. They are. I would have. Let me I get this straight. Like the Jets or Redskins before the Falcons. Let but... me get this straight, okay? Let me let me lay this out for you. Okay. Think about the. Yeah, they but... have less than half of the dysfunction that the Washington Redskins have. They have better personnel than the Jets do, and somehow they look like just as bad of a football team as those two. There is less of an excuse to be as bad as they are. Holy shit. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. That's it. Less of an excuse. Yep. Well, okay, here's here's something for you. I'm... I'm <clears throat> uh, Devonta Freeman fumbled two yards from the goal line, his second fumble in as many games, averaging over three yards a carry just twice this season. Uh, Devonta is putting his $41 million contract to good use. To top it off, he has zero touchdowns since the 2017 season, while former teammate Tevin Coleman just scored four for San Francisco in one game. Too bad Coleman's two-year $8 million contract is too much to afford in the lieu of more valuable players. Fuck you, Atlanta, dude. <laughs> now, I don't think Te- I don't. I, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think Tevin Coleman would have done good with that Falcons team either. It's, it's more about... It's more about Kyle Shanahan, and we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. Yeah. You notice how horrible that team was after Kyle Shanahan left? Well, they sure weren't great. And they haven't left. changed a fucking I, thing I, since he left. Not a fucking thing about their game plan. Yeah, I, well, Nothing. We know. The, them fat pod boys have been telling you for two years and that's why they're, almost how that's bad why they are. That's why they're as low as they... That's why I want them as low as they are. Because... They have less of an excuse. There's no excuse for how no bad excuse. they should be. I None. Under, I understand your frustration... By the way, Corey ranked them 32nd. 
Uh, so that's too low. But that is a Saints fan over there. Right, that's uh, too low. I, uh, almost. I understand why he wants them so low. I want them almost that low. I cannot justify the Redskins not having a three in front of their ranking. <laughs> I really can't. They have to be that low. I mean, the, no. I argue in favor of that team because that's just an abysmal, terribly ran football team. It is. It has ran worse than Atlanta. It has worse players than Atlanta, and as in, I.e., like none. Yeah, and they only none. have. And they both have one win. It's true. What the fuck? Atlanta might be next on the chopping block. Dan, I'm surprised Dan Quinn didn't get fired after that game. Right. I can't believe he didn't get fired. I thought that was like his game well, to are, win. Well, are, get are fired. we? Because I, I kind of like having. Um, I like having Atlanta this low. So I guess if it's like, well, I would disagree. Matt, what do you think? I'm okay with it. You, you made a good point. All right, so Atlanta it is. But then that would mean that Genhart will just automatically put. I, I definitely think Washington's next. I agree. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think I think we can all agree that Washington would be after that. Atlanta's the, the interesting one, but yeah, no, then it has to be Washington. They're completely they're completely fucked. They're so dysfunctional, it's insane. They they can't keep running backs healthy. They've been ran worse for longer yeah. than Atlanta has. Oh absolutely. Well Atlanta was at the Super Bowl just a few short years ago. Yeah. It's it is wild. I can't I can't believe Admittedly, it. Admittedly things changed in Atlanta, but I mean not a lot's changed in Washington for a long time. Well, yep. No, that's the problem with Atlanta. Things haven't changed for them, like we said. How many times again? I meant change from a Super Bowl team. To well, yeah, I get you. Not like, at all Super Bowl team. It's like we've talked about for almost two years of doing this now. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't taken a step forward. They've been status quo for so long, while everyone else in the league takes steps forward. Even the worst the Dolphins. Shitty team tanking, but they're gathering all these draft picks and they're gonna have all these rookie contracts. And, and they've been they're gonna up be a fight. They're gonna be games. they're gonna be good sooner rather than later. Yeah, especially because they'll have all these rookie contracts. They can they can spend free agency money. I, I really think that's what they're actually think gonna go for. Is they're they're really gonna dip into the free agency pool coming up. I feel like they're going to scoop up most of the talented players that hit free agency. It's like, oh, look, every single worthwhile contract we have is going to be a rookie contract. Let's scoop some boys up. Um, and then they'll make that run. So do the same thing the Rams did, basically. This is going to be the next team, and this is the first team we're kind of take like a brief pit stop on because a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Obviously, 28 has to be the New York Jets. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, they, and they've the, had some issues. And but the Jets. Oh, my God, how high does Corey have them? How high does Corey have them? 22nd. <laughs> Where the fuck did he get the In Jets what fucking 20- universe? <laughs> I, I don't know. I highly disagree with that placement. They're over a lot of teams that I think, like, I don't know. They beat the Cowboys, but that might just be an aberration. Yeah, the Falcons point. beat the know. Eagles. Yeah. The well, Raiders beat the Colts. That's arguably yeah. less impressive, but yeah. But not the Raiders one. The I mean, Colts are probably yeah. number two in the AFC right now. Um... Yeah. No. Um, mm. Record-wise or just in general? <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Um, so the Jets uh, made news when they basically said, hey, all of our good players outside of Sam Darnold are on the trading block. And this included Le'Veon Bell, who um, it was actually broke during the offseason that Adam Gase didn't really want him. 
No. And you didn't want didn't, to spend $15 million on yeah, a running Yeah, I didn't back. want to spend $15 million on a running you back. You wanted $15 million for Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the shocking one out of that was like Jamal Adams was on the trading block, who is literally their best player. He's yep. the best safety in the league. In the conference. Probably in the league. Probably in the league. Yeah. And close. He was on the trading block. Um and Jamal Adams proceeds to go on Twitter and say that he met with the GM two days prior and said that I want to be a Jet, I don't want to go anywhere. And the GM was like, "You don't worry, Jamal, you're not going anywhere. We're keeping you. You're a cornerstone of our franchise. And then turned around and tried to trade him. Now, there's some context to that. If people are calling the Jets, asking about Jamal Adams... It's different than the Jets calling the Cowboys right. and saying, hey, give us a first-round pick. We'll give you Jamal Adams. It's a little bit of a different situation. Yeah, they, apparently, they wanted a first and a fourth. No, they wanted a first and two seconds. Oh, it was two seconds. Yeah, they wanted a first-round pick and, a, and two second-round picks, which is like, holy shit. Like that's, now, granted, Jamal Adams is like a yeah, top— Yeah, he might be worth that, actually. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah. Like, he's like a top-five safety in the NFL. Now, funny thing— about that is, I don't think the Cowboys were the only team going after Jamal. I'm pretty sure there was another team in the NFC because I was watching Colin Cowherd's show when that story broke and Jay Glazer was on the show. And when he brought it up, like, are there other teams? Jay Glazer said yes, but then wouldn't say who they were. But he also... Come on, Jay. Yeah. So, um... And obviously, like, if you're going to trade a good player like that, you're going to trade him out of conference. So, like, that's why everyone was like, oh, it's got to be an NFC team. But anyway, like, Jamal Adams was kind of like, he went, he did a press conference and he was like, you don't take phone calls for, oh, that's my phone charger. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, okay, sorry. And he was like, uh, you don't take phone calls for Aaron Donald. What do you need? You don't take phone calls phone for, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You don't take phone calls for Tom Brady. Like there are certain, there are supposed to be certain players that you don't take phone calls for in the league. Yes, and the Jets were taking phone calls for Jamal a couple. So basically, mm-hmm. it's like he said like on Twitter that he's like cool with it and he's passed it, but like nobody's ever really passed. No one's ever. And, and another thing is like how is, as a locker room, that's the big thing that people don't like get is that like people in that locker room now are looking around thinking it's like man like Jamal's our best player, and like. They were ready to ship him out of town if the offer was right. So, like, I think the Jets are just like, sorry for the computer noise. Matt insisted on unplugging his phone into the computer. I got to go to work after this, and I don't want my phone to die. (laughs) I I, should have just muted my computer, which I just did. Um, But anyway, like, and then then Le'Veon's on the training block. Then Le'Veon's got to make a Twitter Twitter video saying, like, hey, man, you guys got to be patient. It's the first time we've ever been together. Like, as but like, go back to how bad Sam Darnold looked in that Patriot game. The whole seeing ghosts thing. Seeing ghosts, man. And then how awful he looked against Jacksonville. He was sacked eight times. Should have been sacked twelve times. People in the crowd are dressing up as ghosts. Oh, Jacksonville trolled the fuck out of him. Like, uh, it's Jacksonville's like yeah, thing. They and troll like, everybody. And Sam Darnold just looks just utterly defeated. Like, he just, he, he gets up in front of the media and there's just, like, no pop. There's no pizzazz. 
He doesn't. He just. He's just up there, like yeah, yeah. You know, we're just gonna play better, and you know, like that's the thing I never liked about Sam Darnold. He's just like a. He's like Jason Garrett as a quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean, he's that's just a good. That's a very good comparison. He's just actually. the most vanilla. Yeah. Like boring. You know what I mean? Like. I guess, but I don't know how much I put on him. No, it's mostly on the Jets. I mean. This is a case of a bad coach ruining what should be a decent team, at least. Like, not, like, something that's going to compete in that division, probably. But something that should be better than it's looking right now. Definitely. And it ain't looking good. So, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily argue against you. But I do think the Broncos are worse. So, I would say Broncos. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, the Broncos. Why the fuck not? The Broncos are gonna be. The Broncos are gonna be next. Yeah. A lot of the things. Like Matt's gonna put the Broncos next. A lot of the things he just said about the Jets, I feel about the Broncos as well, except more so. You just don't like Joe Flacco. I think the Broncos have better defense. You don't like Joe Flacco either. The Broncos do have a better defense. Yeah, the Broncos have a better defense, which I think puts them slightly above the Jets. What do you think, Matt? Do you agree that the Broncos are the twenty seventh best team in the NFL? No, I think the Giants are. Ooh, holy shit. That's really low, man. The Giants have only won two games. I'm aware. They haven't won since Danny Dimes' little comeback victory. Defense was in dire need of an upgrade. The secondary, as well as the pass rush, was not getting it done. Uh, they were starting Dion Buchanan off the streets at inside linebacker. The only position they really had any kind of stability was the defensive line. So why did they trade for an interior defensive lineman with less than a year left on his contract when the team's not going anywhere this year? Because everyone got wrapped up in that comeback victory with Danny Dimes where he was going up against a really bad pass defense and Jameis turns the ball over a lot. And Tampa Bay missed a kick to win the game, which people are like, ah, oh, Danny Dimes made the comeback victory. No, Tampa Bay just missed a kick. Otherwise, the Giants are a one and what seven or one and five team right now. One and six team. I don't know if they've had their bye week yet. They yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, so if you yeah. one and one six, six, yeah. Corey has them ranked seventeenth. I also question that. I feel bad that Corey's not here to defend himself, and I'm just dunking on his pants. No, Corey just really likes certain players and really dislikes. other He really players. likes Saquon. I get it. Yeah. Um, I also really what like if, Saquon. What, what if hey. the, when have the Giants looked impressive in the last month? Because we're basically basing this off of the last month. When have they they looked impressive for a half against New England? The problem is there are been a, quite a few teams that have looked impressive for a half against New England. The Buffalo Bills looked really impressive for a half against New England, and that's because New England's offense is not very good. So like. If you're forcing turnovers of New England, which the Giants did, and scoring off of them, which the Giants did, you can have a 14 to 14 tie going into halftime. Because the the Patriots offense is not that good. So like I agree. I like the Giants there. The Giants haven't impressed me at all. I really do not. Hmm. I really do not. I feel like the I Broncos mean, have played in have played games a lot more close than the Giants. Yeah. Outside of these last two weeks, well, first of all, the Broncos, outside of that that Thursday night loss to the Chiefs, yes, a lot of their losses, as a matter, I think like four of their losses have all been by less than three. I think there's more dysfunction on the Broncos right now. The Giants have not really found their identity, 
but I think they're closer to finding it than the Broncos are. The Broncos almost just have like a just like cut and dry wasted year right now that well, they're looking at here. We're not we're basing we're not basing the teams on like their future. It's just like who's better. Right now. I think that factors into it though, in my opinion, because there's more upside for the Giants right now than there is for the Broncos. Well that okay, well that means okay, so mm. Corey's got the Broncos lower than the Giants. He definitely does. Yeah, so Genhart and Corey have Broncos. Me and Matt have Giants. I have to break the tie. So you kind of have I mean, to break the tie. I don't know. Does Corey get a vote? Yeah. he He's on. Yeah. His power rankings count. Okay. I, I, I enjoy having five here, actually, because we can break ties. That makes sense. I, uh, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'm going to state my own opinion. I'm not going to explicitly go off Corey's list. Right. But, you should. You know, I, I enjoy that. I like having you here for your input. Mm, God, this is hard. I think... Whoever one I don't put, I want to put the other right up next. Again, it. I always so, go off of take both those teams as they are right now. Don't think about their futures. Right. Don't think about how they put those two teams on a field right now. Who wins? Uh, right now, it's the Giants. Right now, it's the Giants. The Broncos would win. No, because they don't have Joe Flacco. The defense that was before, for the Broncos is... That was before week eight. Yeah, that was, that was before I was trolling Joe Flacco... You. I was trolling you. Yeah, uh, called out Vic Vangio, no, the Giants and then here. He, had a, he had a phony neck injury that probably didn't even real. Yeah, <laughs> let's, put and, the, yeah. let's put the Giants here. All right. And Joe Flacco with another phantom injury. Yeah, Joe Flacco with another phantom injury when he gets replaced with a rookie. That's another situation that is definitely happening right now. So if the Giants are going here... Is that a consensus? Yeah, I'm that's, the, ju- the tie has been that's, broken. That's broken tie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Danny. I let you down. They're also really. The Giants are also. <laughs> but now, but the thing up. is, is that now you're going to put the Broncos. Yes. Yeah. So we'll and and we're all going to agree. There. I think there's a nothing is bigger of a testament to that team when average ass Joe Flacco gets up on the podium and talks about how many how much of pussies the coaching staff is on this team. <laughs> I, I think that you can so much. There is nothing else man. you could fucking say, man. So, how the how the mighty have fallen, Vic Vangio, great defensive mind, big coach, rah, shish kumba. He's a great. <laughs> Vic Vangio's mind. a pussy. He is a great defensive mind, but he probably probably influences the offense and makes them run it like pussies. Also, Joe Flacco has no, like, I like what Joe said, but also at the same time, like Joe, you've sucked. <sighs> Like Joe, you, you, you have not been good for... He's got a Super Bowl ring. He can talk. You, you haven't been good for seven years, Joe. Like, chill out, man. All right, so I just want to update you guys um, on on where uh, the teams we've ranked so far and any movement so far. So it's funny that uh, the bottom two teams just flip-flopped so far. <laughs> we, we ended up thinking the Bengals are worse. Yeah. I don't know if I did, but um, the Falcons, close. The I, Falcons I have it. dropped uh, three more spots. We had them at 27. Um, the Redskins went up a spot to 29. Good job, dude. Um, you did it. The Jets, <laughs> the, uh, the Jets have fallen two spots. The Giants fell 10 spots. That's what happens when you go 0-3. Yeah. Um, and the Broncos actually went up two spots. Again, because I kind of feel like we're all taking into consideration, like, the Broncos got hosed against Chicago. Yep. Um, they missed a kick against the Jaguars. They were leading. They had a miraculous play. They were they were a miraculous play from Jacoby Brissett away from beating the Colts. Like the Broncos are like they're not a good team, but they're easily the best two win team. 
Yeah. Or one I win suppose. team, whatever they I are. I think a factor of it is you and Justin seem to factor in whether you expect more out of the team. And I guess you would expect more out of Joe Flacco and he hasn't delivered than right. the literally who who is starting. Really, yeah, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, who is a rookie and is prone to make mistakes. And on top of that, their their team is really battered and it's unfortunate, but it's it, it happened and it makes them worse. Yeah. That's the thing about the Giants too, is they're really hurt. All I right. suppose. So now, um, Genhart, you get to give the uh, the next team. Oh lordy. Well, I assume the Broncos. We just oh, did the Broncos. No, no, we, oh, yeah, we just did the, the Broncos. Broncos. Okay, so above the Broncos. This, See, this is, is interesting. This is, the, this is the 25th team. There's lots of shit to pick here. I like what Corey put. Do it. Do what Corey said. It's going to be argumentative. Yeah, that's fun. Do it. Cleveland. Nah, put them there. Why, why do they deserve a higher ranking? What you have know, they done? It goes with the theme of uh, you expect more out of this, and you haven't got it. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least they're first in penalty yards still. <laughs> so let's Jesus. let's let's get into uh, the two stories coming out of Cleveland. One happened uh, starting a couple days ago, but then bled into today um, after the loss against New England, coming off their bye, where they committed ten penalties and turned the ball over in three consecutive plays after a bye week, um, and then had a fourth down where you were going to punt and then you took a penalty and then you went for it and it was weird and whatever. Um, Odell, in a roundabout way, brought up, you know, him getting involved in the game plan and him getting targets and all that type of stuff in a way that he kind of was like, you know, I wish I could contribute more. I wish I could do more. And then that quote was given to Freddie Kitchens and Freddie Kitchens responded by saying, he was given seven targets. He caught five of them. I don't have time to think about that. I'm trying to win a game. Mm-hmm. Which is... Ooh. Okay. That's interesting. That's yeah, an interesting that's... That's an interesting thing to say. Um, and then uh, Baker... Although, and then that bled into... Um, uh, Odell barely practiced today. Yeah, he was limited in practice with a groin injury. Just randomly. Out of the blue. Got a groin injury, barely practiced. So that's the thing. Um, they're playing the Broncos defense this week in Denver. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, then Baker today was at a Cleveland press conference with the Cleveland media and was asked a question about that drive before halftime where they were in the Patriots red zone or driving to get into the red zone. And he took a sack. And then they got up and tried to run another play. And then they had a false start. And it was real bad looking at the end. Um, And Baker got asked about it. And Baker kind of told off the reporter. I don't know if you've seen the video yet. Yeah, well, the the reporter asked a shitty question. That that stuff wasn't on Baker. That was on Freddie, I think. I think think Baker was in the right to tell the reporter off. Here's the problem. What did Deshaun do when a reporter asked the exact same question about the loss against Carolina? What what did Deshaun Watson do? What did Deshaun Watson do? Deshaun Watson basically just opened the playbook and explained why he didn't play well. And said that, oh, well, they were playing cover four, which means the two safeties are playing deep, the corners are playing underneath, the linebackers are taking anything away. So the only way to get past them and take deep shots is you got to hit double moves. I had one to Fuller. I missed him. I had another one to DeAndre Hopkins. I missed that one, too. Other than that, I couldn't push the ball down the field because I had to throw the ball away because they were playing cover four. It's the exact same question they asked to Baker and that was Baker's response 
No, the, the, the question that pissed Baker off was, what did you think of that drive? Well, yeah, that's the he part. Said, I hate it because we didn't score. No shit. Yeah. You know, that's Duh. kind of a, a leading question. No, no fucking shit, bro. Uh, hey, yeah. dude, what do you think of Adolf Hitler? Yeah. Oh, but I that, don't but like that's, him. He's not a good but here's, <laughs> But this is why it's it, it. This is why it bothers me that, like, here's why I'm upset about it, is that I knew this was going to happen. And this is why... All right. No, no, no. This is why I... When he got drafted to Cleveland, this is why I was upset. Not because I thought that it was going to... Like, Baker didn't get drafted to Cleveland, and I thought to myself, oh, no, our decade and a half of dominance over this team is over. Do you know what I thought when he got drafted to Cleveland? Shit, they're going to ruin him. That's what I thought. Because I wanted Baker to come into the NFL and just run his mouth and be a trash-talking douchebag and win games and just shut everybody's mouth and be the antithesis to everything a starting quarterback needed to be because that's why I liked him in college but then he went to fucking Cleveland and they're losers and he keeps losing and he's not used to losing and he doesn't know how to handle losing especially when he's losing the way he's losing him not playing well so it's frustrating to him that he's not playing well and then he gets asked questions like that, which you're going to get asked. I'm sorry, like you're going to get asked questions like that when you're a prof- when you're an NFL quarterback. You're going to yeah, get- sure. And like him like- lashing out like that frustrates me because this is the type of thing that gets you in the hot irons with the public media, and it never ever happens if you're winning. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the thing. that never well, happens. No, here's the thing: before, it, well, yeah, winning always fixes everything, and it's, it was kind of just the decline, almost sort of coming. Everybody loved Baker, loved Baker because the Browns were winning, and then the longer the off season went on, the more people like that aren't Browns fans started to turn on him a little bit because they were like, "All right, Baker, just settle it down. I think you maybe you're talking a bit too much. The Odell shit, great, and you could have a shot." You guys have potential, but like you already saw, like the public opinion turning on Baker a little bit. Like if you weren't a Browns fan, the, it, or me, all right, or you, whatever. The 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 thing is that it's just what you said. They're not winning. It, they lost those first two games of the season, and things weren't. But then you they blew out the Ravens. So like. You kind of threw out those first two games because, hell yeah, they won. They beat a quality opponent, blah, blah, blah. This is how it's supposed to be. This is the Cleveland Browns that we were expecting, all that. And then it's like they used all the gusto from that one win and just tumbled. Yeah, whatever. Because the only, their only other win is the <laughs> Jets. Yeah. And they and, didn't even look good against them. No, outside of the one play to Odell, that's like, and plus like during the game, and this all like, comes the, from Freddie Kitchens. I think it's talking about a blame pie. We are seventy five percent of it's at Freddie Kitchens. No, seventy five percent of it are the executives that hired Freddie. Yeah, Kitchens. sure, whatever, well, whatever. But it's Freddie. One of the fault. fucking people responsible. I, I know is you. Baker I, your boy. The blame, the blame goes around in a never-ending human centipede. So I don't yeah. really know. What During the end of the year last year, did any of them like bother to maybe try to call somebody like Mike McCarthy? You, you I don't think, think Mike McCarthy would have been. The I think right he would have done a better job than, than Freddie Kitchens. 
bizarre there, to me he doesn't yeah. have a job. There was a long list of... See, the problem with this is that... Okay, first of all, let's get this out of the way real quick. We're rating the Browns really low. Here's the thing. The Browns play Cincinnati twice. They play Miami. They play Arizona. Yeah, they're finally hitting like their yeah. easy they're part gonna, of the they're schedule. Gonna, yeah. like, they're gonna, now, but here's the thing, their though. The schedule was tough up to this point. My, I was talking this about my dad. My dad brought up an interesting point. He was like, yeah, their schedule gets easier, but like, think about Arizona right now. Is Arizona actually a pushover? No. Not really. Has Miami the last month not actually scared teams? They led 14-0 over Pittsburgh. They led against Buffalo. Like, they went for two and almost won against Washington. Like, Miami's not... Like, every single game Miami's played hasn't been the week one game against Baltimore. They're not getting blown out anymore. You also have to assume that they will win a game at some point. Yeah, like, they're making games close. So, like, my dad brought up, was like, what have you seen from them so far that actually makes you, like, think they should win these games? Because, like, even against the crappy teams that they've played, like, even in that game against the Jets, it's not like they played well. They didn't. They won, but they didn't play particularly well. They had that one big play to Odell that was an 85, 80-plus yard touchdown. Yeah. Like again, it, the one the all one comes game, from Freddie. I well could continue. I had a well, thing I was gonna say there. the one game that's kind of the outlier is like how impressive they looked against Baltimore, and people were like, "Holy shit!" Like this is what this team's supposed to look like. And an interesting thing about that Patriots game with them, and we can get to when we get to the Patriots, we can talk about it. I think the Browns didn't crack the armor; they chinked it a little bit. Mm. Like, in that first quarter, like, the way Chubb was running the ball, like, they chinked that armor. People, like, that first half was happening, that first quarter, and I was like, ooh. Like, they're moving the ball on them. Like, like literally, Nick Chubb almost had a 60-yard touchdown run. There have been a lot of times oh, all, in, in many games this year where, like, the Browns' first drive or first couple drives are really good. Yeah, against Seattle. And then, like... I don't know what happens. They just, woo, it's like they abandon their game plan from their first two drives, and it fails. Yeah. And I don't understand what the deal with that is. You would think, it, it, I understand that a lot of times, like, maybe your first drive, first 15 plays are scripted sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I like when coaches do that, when you have your first 15 plays scripted. Because when you play your script out, then you adapt to what the defense is giving you, and that's how you call like the rest of your game. If your first 15 plays are stupendous and you're out to a 14 nothing lead or you score a touchdown on your opening drive and you're playing well, you have to adapt within that. You can't just completely change everything you're doing. Kuiper's boy, Warren Sharp. My senpai. The man noticed me. <laughs> My noticed senpai. Kuiper. Is he not like the best Twitter follow ever? God, he's so good. I, like the I, shit you learn oh, is like uh, amazing. Right. Here's Warren Sharp shitting on Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hilarious. It's so it's so good. Freddie Kitchens had all season plus the buy to look at these numbers. If he hasn't figured it out by now, he either isn't being presented the data or doesn't think it matters. The Browns are substantially better from the 12 than they are the 11, and yet he continues to overuse the 11. The 11 meaning one back, three wideouts. Yes. The 12 meaning two backs, 
uh, two wideouts. No, right? no, no, it means the right? it, it means two tight ends. Oh, two tight ends. Oh, okay, yeah, the two, wideouts two aren't ends, included in the number. Okay, might be. So it's it's twelve is one running back, two tight ends, and eleven is one running back, one tight end. Twenty one is two backs. Okay, so I had that reversed. Yeah. The thing thing is when they run the two tight end sets. He has it broken down into pass plays and rush plays for all eight weeks of the season. Start. Let's just. I'll give you some examples. Uh, in week one, from the twelve, they were one hundred percent like uh, success rate. Like I, I don't know how you. So the success rate basically means like how good are you at staying ahead of the chains. Okay. So like there's a there's a threshold. Least four yards, right? There's a threshold of amount of yards you need to gain on first down and a threshold of amount of yards you need to gain on second down to be ahead of down. Obviously a f- successful third down is just converting it, right? So um for uh first down you need to get at least 4. For second down you need to get like it's based on percentages of down. So like whatever you have left on first down it's 40%. Whatever you have left on second down, you need to get 60 of it. And then whatever third down is, you need to get 100% of it. Because obviously, if you don't get 100% of it, you're going to punt most of the time. Right. So, basically, when he says they have a 100% success rate on a rush in that in that formation, means that every single time they ran the ball in that formation, that play deemed successful regardless of what the yardage was, which is, like, ridiculous. That's some real analytical like, type shit. Yeah. You this look is, at this it, is how deep this guy on goes. Aver- right? On average... The Browns are seventy three, roughly, because there's a lot of there's a few sixty sevens, but there's a couple hundreds, a lot of seventy fives. So bad math, seventy three percent. Yeah, seventy three percent of the time, they are successful from the twelve. Okay, on average, I'd say about twenty five percent of the time they're successful from the eleven. And you can look at it. He has it to the amount of plays where you can look at it, and they're running. 30 to 40 plays from the 11 a game and running less than 10 from the 12. But every time they run a play from the 12, whether it be a pass or a run, it's successful. They should even be doing the in week, reverse. Like, even in week eight. Oh, no, that's still only four. I was looking at the total. But just in, in general, 12% of their 12% of their pass plays have come from the 12. But when they do it, they're almost 70% successful. And what's the problem is, and this is what happened against San Francisco, is that San Francisco saw that. This then this is why I bet on San Francisco to win that and to cover that game, and they did. Kyle Shanahan, yeah, Kyle Shanahan had a week to prepare for that game, and Kyle Shanahan's actually a good coach. Oh my god! So what Kyle Shanahan did is Kyle Shanahan was like, "Oh, they're really good again in in twelve personnel. I'm gonna make sure." That I stopped them in 12. That way, Freddie Kitchens, because he's a rookie coach, will retract back to, okay, well, this isn't working. Let's go back to what we normally do. Which, which isn't working. Which is also not working. And just we're just going to feast on Baker. Holy shit. That's some galaxy brain. No, that's, right what, that's what good coaches do. Yeah, I know. They game plan mm-hmm. to stop what you're good at. So that you try something else that you're not as good at, yeah, and they just keep you bouncing back and forth. That's what good coaches do. That's what Kyle Shanahan did to the Browns. Expertly well, that's what planned. You want to talk? That's what almost every single coach will be able to do to Freddie Kitchens because he's not, like he's he hasn't he's not qualified to be head coach. Like that's what's gonna happen. He's just gonna get bounced around by good coaches. 
Anyway. The win when he plays a bad coach like Adam Gase. Yeah. Yep. And, and Odell can break an 80-yard touchdown run. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and the second-string quarterback gets knocked out, and the third-string quarterback's got to go in. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, you're going to win that game. On top of all this, you have potential dysfunction occurring and soon. So, yeah, I can't justify ranking them very high. Nope. Whatsoever. A roundabout way, we're going to put the Browns at 25. Yep. Which would be a... 25. They were originally ranked ninth. Damn. After week four. So Y'all laughed at me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> so um so the Browns are here. Um who just put the Browns here? Corey, technically. Corey did. Okay, so Corey did. Um so He was I'm, the next one up. I mean they're not twenty five, they're uh No, they're twenty five. Well, for Corey. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're the next team bump. Um I There's a couple choices here Ooh, boy. That, that are good. Now I'm gonna put the Raiders here. Mm. I'm gonna put the Raiders, Raiders? here. Mm-hmm. I want, Wait, the Raiders a have shown I'm gonna, fight. How I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna hit you I with that you hard to, disagree. I'm gonna hit you with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, that's what I'm gonna hit you with. They are a two-win team, buddy. Holy shit! Did I just hear Matt? I know, I man. I love the Chiefs defend. You know Dustin what? No, no, no. You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. No, you're right. What the fuck? You gotta put I the Bucks here. I was thinking about the other teams that are here, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? Now, Jameis Winston sucks bad. Their yeah, running we game full, sucks. We were so bad. fooled by Jameis doing like, his Jameis. He, he played so well. He you played so well. Yeah. You know what's so funny about listening to our old, our like our previous uh, power rankings episode? Justin twice when we ranked the Buccaneers sixth in the NFL. <laughs> oh, proceeded no. to say, man, you know Jameis hasn't been turning the ball over a lot this year. Then you had five in a game. <laughs> I, I killed him. Yeah, you. I you, killed Jameis Winston. You the put fat the, pod kiss of death. You put the stake in the heart of it. Now the what's fat crazy, pod cod. What's crazy? Oh, the fat pod cod. Uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> With a K, like a more yeah, combat dude. scenario. You know what's crazy? They still have the number one run defense in the NFL. Yeah, like disgusting. that hasn't changed. Yeah. You know what the problem with that is? That Jameis turns over the no, ball. No, 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 no. What's what's happened is that for the first month, teams were like, "Holy shit, they're really good against the run," right? Like they were, teams were trying to run the ball on them and then couldn't. So now what's happening is if you look at like on Warren Sharp's website, if you look at the amount of times teams have run the ball against them, it's gone some like it's just the number of total running attempts against the Buccaneers is just dropping, and more teams are just throwing it. Yeah, and they're still bad against the pass. So like teams are now just like. Fuck running on them. We can't. They're they're really good against the run. So Ooh. now teams are just throwing the ball on them, and Jameis is turning the ball over a whole bunch. Well, here you go. Here's a little the fun fact for you. Underlying the Bucks' ongoing issues is actually their GM Jason Lick licked litched Lich. litched licked. It's L I C H T. Could be hard or soft. I don't know. The Lish King. Who has a knack for drafting talent at wide receiver and only wide receiver. A skill set that would make Matt Millen beam with pride. <laughs> with just $7.6 million in cap room, it was a roster built to win now. Unfortunately, there's a famine of W's in Tampa Bay. A famine of W's. The W drought. Yeah, the Buccaneers. No, you guys are right. I was trying to put the Raiders here, but you know what? I... The Buccaneers were my were my team we, through September that I made a lot of money on betting on them because I did I made a lot of money betting on the Buccaneers. There's a lot of teams um, I would put. There's actually a, a small handful of teams I put before the Raiders. Right, I, now. I would yeah. as well. Um, 
Not a lot. Not a lot. Not saying Raiders Only good. a few. Raiders pretty bad. It's a small handful. Um, Maybe like three, four. Raiders like an eight and eight team if they're lucky. But I'm just they're saying, an eight and eight team. Yeah, they are an eight and eight football team. But yeah, so um, Easy. yeah, the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I'll stick with that. Buccaneer Buccaneers at twenty four. Okay, Matt, what you got next? Uh, I know who Matt's gonna put here. No, who am I? Who do you think I'm gonna put? Take a guess. I'll I'll tell you if you're Tennessee. Under- Huh? Tennessee. Nah, dude. Fuck no. Nah, dude. Not yet. Couple others. I just want to give you guys a heads up as to who was uh, ranked 23rd in our previous list. Was the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, they are not there anymore. Well, they did the op when we get to them. They did the opposite of the Browns. They looked at their statistics and were like, wow, we do really good in this one formation. Let's do it more. And... Yeah. Started they, playing better. They self-evaluated themselves and were like, "Oh, this is what we're bad at. Let's not do it." As did running from the cousins. They, they changed everything. They started passing from heavy sets and running from spread sets, and voila, their team. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, so, I twenty-three. Think. Oh man, it's a toss-up between two teams. I'm gonna put both teams out here, and then we can debate. Okay, cool. The two teams that could potentially go here are either the Chargers or the Cardinals. Chargers. Chargers. I, I, I think, I'm on board. <laughs> I think the I think the Chargers That's what I because the Chargers because they're they're not supposed those two teams like right now I would consider to be like the next group where like we're probably going to put them right next to each other, but like there's absolutely no reason why the Chargers should be this low. There's a reason for it, but they are. Yeah, uh, just offensive incompetence. I mean, they still like Joey Bosa won Defensive Player of the Week this week. So because he's great, but Joey it doesn't Bosa's matter when you move the ball. Like they, they have they, amazing players, they're just is, not. This is probably Philip Rivers last year. Nah, nah. I'm he'll really, do some. I'm really he'll starting to, to think he has more kids to have. He's already. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm really starting to think that he might be done after this year if their woes continue. I don't think he's going to want to put up with it anymore. Done in San God, Diego or done done. Career. What do you mm-hmm. think? What a waste of a career. Like I, just, I want to put him in the Hall of Fame too, huh? You saying oh, done God. in San Diego or done in general? Done. He's going to retire. I you think, think he's going to retire in San Diego. I or or the Chicago Bears make a gun for him. Oh, hey, here's a fun yeah. thing. Here's a fun thing about the Chargers. I'll just I'll just roll this out there. Okay, so. This is the L.A. Chargers offensive performance week to week, okay? Oh, yeah, I said San Diego. What the fuck? All right, so. Head. Running, r- r- successful run rate. So this is basically like how successful they've been running the football on a week-to-week basis. Let's go from week one. They were 57%. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's real good. Then it dropped to 52. Then it dropped to 39. Then it stayed at 39. Then it went down to 31. Then it went down to 21. Then it went up to 24. And then it went down to 17. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Do you know what happened about halfway through the year? (laughs) Melvin Gordon came back. You know what's happened since Melvin Gordon came back? Whole lot of nothing. Yeah, that's depressing as fuck. What the hell happened? Um, He's not, he wasn't ready. He wasn't worth the money he was asking for. And he wasn't ready. He also doesn't even want to play for this team. Right. So, yeah. Because he didn't get his money. That's a fun thing about the Chargers. I'm down to put the Chargers here. Yep, I'm doing it. Do it. If you want to put the Chargers here, Matt. Yeah, no, I'm okay with it. Write it in. I wouldn't argue against it one bit. And now we're going to put the Arizona Cardinals next. And now we're going to put the Cardinals here. Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals They're a team that that, that might actually be on the rise. Okay, he said the Titans. No. Put the first. Cardinals here. I'll say this about the Cardinals. I, I don't feel strongly one way or the other. No. I'm just saying it's what either I, Cardinals or Titans. What I felt like was going to happen with the Cardinals, I feel like is happening. Where like they're going to start off the year like ooh, not great. 
And again, like the Vikings did, the Cardinals kind of self-evaluated themselves and were like, okay, we're trying to do a lot of this cute college shit with four wide receivers and like throw nothing but screen passes and slants and it wasn't working. And now they're kind of like weaving in more pro concepts to Cliff Kingsbury's offense. And I mean, they're still a bad team. Like they're probably still going to finish under 500. They may win six games. Right. But like, they're gonna give people run for their money. Yeah, like I mean, the two teams they beat were Arizona and Cincinnati, which are, I'm sorry, were Atlanta and Cincinnati, which were who else? They won three games. Who else did they beat? No, no, I'm saying like their two most like impressive. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. wins were against the two of the worst teams in the NFL, which were Atlanta and Cincinnati. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like not that much to write home about, but like I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think they're pushovers. I no. think that they're hard to game plan for. Yeah, because they're they're weird. I think that I'm th- I'm more scared of the Cardinals than I am the Chargers. Yeah, because well, the Chargers the Cardinals can actually move the ball. Like Devlin Hodges looked great against the Chargers. Yeah, I think he threw like twelve passes that game. <laughs> so like, um, but yeah, I'm down. I'm down for the. If it, I guess that because that's Justin's turn technically. Um, the Cardinals being here. Yeah. So. All good? Yeah. Cool with it. All right. All right. Uh, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Genhart, 21. Well, Titans. Yeah. I'm okay with the Titans here. I'd put a different team here, but. Who would you put here? Who would you put here? Pittsburgh. No, I disagree hard. Yeah, that's fine. I figured you guys would. I disagree real hard. Honestly, you disagree real hard. And I mean, like, four weeks in, I wouldn't have been able to say this, but, like, I don't know. I'm more confident in who a Pittsburgh has at quarterback, actually. Than Ryan Tannehill? Possibly. I don't know. I think any week Tannehill could have a bad week and they just put Mariota back in, and then Mariota could have a bad week and they'll just put Tannehill back in. I won't make any week, any possible week. I won't make my argument for the Steelers yet, but I have an argument as to why the Steelers should be higher than the Titans. Because the Titans are still going to be that team where, like, you're flipping a coin as to what team you're going to get. Which, by the way, the Titans... We were t- we didn't bring this up about the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the latest team to get hosed by the officiating this year, this year. Yeah, with the whole fumble that they had that they were running to the end zone for, and the the ref blew the whistle. Like God, the Titans, nothing sh- better than an inadvertent. The whistle. Titans should have not won that game. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, the Buccaneers should shit. have beat them. Um. Uh, so like, I'm yeah, down to put the Titans here. Yeah, go ahead. It's fine. Like. Yeah. They're basically Derrick Henry and an okay defense. Yeah, no. That's really there's all they more are. of an explanation for why the Steelers are bad than there's an explanation for why the Titans are bad. They were almost they were a fringe playoff team last year. Like they could have made they actually could have won the division last year or made the playoffs last year as a wild card team if they had beaten the Colts week 17. They this is not supposed to be a bad roster, but yet they find head scratching ways to lose. Yeah, it's weird. Um or win in that instance. Yeah. <laughs> in that sense, yeah. Um, You're next, Skype. I am next. God, the Bears. God, is that offense bad? Not dude. yet. I don't think so. Not yet. That off, no, dude. That offense is god awful. Well, yeah. It I only, took, it only took five red goals. zone possessions and twelve plays yeah. for the Bears to score a touchdown. <laughs> in protest, the rest of this blurb is about the fight in Illinois L- 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 four and four. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, like the Bears, even like the Bears' defense this year that's supposed to be really good, 
like they're not very good against the pass anymore because their cornerbacks haven't been playing well. Khalil Mack is not playing up to the standard he did last year, and their offense is Matt Nagy's pulling a Freddie Kitchens yeah. in interviews. Their offense is <laughs> atrocious, like atrocious. I gave I tried to give them some like. Uh, uh, things last week where I, I talked Nagy up a little bit, but now he's just getting more and more defensive about it and offensive in ways. Like he's, uh, his team looks like yeah, it's falling I, apart. Yeah, I don't. That they playoff loss last year fucked they, with them. They need to stop with Mitch Trubisky. Realize yeah. that they fucked up and throw in the towel on him. They won't. They they're they're gonna ride the wagon until the wheels fall off. They they the sort of they almost sort of can't because you stare. They have to sit there and watch Patrick Mahomes and. Deshaun Watson tear the league up and realize they traded up for this kid mm-hmm. for the next 10 years. Yep. Yep, they need to just suck are up you, their pride. Are, and, would Corey agree with the Bears? Uh, Corey has... We said Oakland, right? We yeah. did not say Oakland yet. He has Oakland worse, he has Pittsburgh worse, and everybody else that we've mentioned so far. Okay. So he would not agree. Would you agree, Matt? With the Bears at twenty, yes, I I have no complaints with that. They've been incredibly disappointing. Uh, not that I'm a huge Bears fan or anything. I'm just saying, like, I don't ex- know why you're disputing with putting the Bears. You'd expect so them because I to think there's worse more. teams. I don't. I mean, the teams that we've mentioned, I think, are worse than them. I think if the Bears play a lot of those teams, they should win. They may not win, but they should win. But I also think the Bears. Are just the offense just sucks. Yeah, like they, the offense is just so bad. Like Mitch, like they Matt started Nagy's, getting dominated by the Chargers, the team we just listed. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Put them there. Yeah. All right, Matt. Is it Matt next? Yeah, Matt's next. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. <laughs> well now, well now, well now. Who can I put here? What what slot is oh this? God, 20? you're acting like this a is nineteenth. So we're in the top 20 teams. Still not playoff teams. These are like middle of the pack. Yeah. Like. I think this, this is where you slot the Raiders in. The Raiders at 19. Do you know what the Raiders are? Perfect dating football team. It's a per- no, no, no. They're perfect. <laughs> they're perfect to put right next to the Bears because they're the inverse of the Bears. Yeah. Well, they, their offense is actually kind of they're, working. Yeah. Their offense is actually okay. The, the, but their defense has drawn up some like decent plays yeah, and stuff. For them. But they their, have their defense Jacobs. is just atrocious. They have, the, they have the worst pass defense in the NFL. They do. It's really bad. It's by like a large. So, like Green Bay was able to just run up the score on them because yeah. like, they couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers from yeah. being able to. They just don't really them have all. like their receiving talent is not very good. Waller's played good. Josh Jacobs has played good. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is a very yeah. talented. Now player. they've had. Now they have a bunch of injuries at the offensive line position. Like, yeah. The Raiders are good at nineteen because they're a good like seven and nine team that like they're, they're yeah. the way I look at like the middle of the pack is like should did you lose the games you should have lost and did you win the games you should have won? The only game that really sticks out for Oakland is like uh, them beating Indy, right? Is the game yeah. that they should have lost but won. But then on the flip side, they won a game they should have lost. Lost a game. Or they the won. lost a game. They should have won. Um, against um, crap. Who did they just play? Um, I don't know. I'm blank. I'm blank. I'm, for some reason, I'm blank on it too. But like, they basically traded like a win loss. We're like, I don't think they're gonna win here. 
and then they lose. When they beat the Bears, you mean? Yeah. Like, they beat uh, the Bears. But the Bears had, well, the, that, that Bears. It was a London game. It was fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, it was the London game where they had Chase Daniel at the quarterback. And they almost blew it. Mm-hmm. They had, like, a 21 to 3 lead at the half. And then the Bears forced two turnovers, and they coughed up the lead almost. And I was like, oh, the Raiders are going to blow it. They um, have the potential to blow it. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. 18. I am now electing to put the Pittsburgh Steelers here. I wanted to put their put them there two Sigh. spots ago. You, I, you I feel like you did, yeah. You no, I can't to, really justify putting them higher as a Steelers fan. They are, they are suffering horrible inconsistencies with their offense. And yeah, I know Ben Roethlisberger's hurt or whatever. Juju Smith-Schuster has yet to show us, as much as I love this kid, he has yet to show us why he deserves to be a number one receiver. Uh, James Conner's injured for like the yeah, third James time Connors this season. James Conner's getting hurt again. His injury's minor. Yeah, but it, it's he's gonna play next. And now, well, yeah, well, and now, but the thing is, is now Jalen Samuels is back, right? So they're basically just gonna limit Connor and then put in Samuels. Yeah, um, it's I, I'm not. I don't want to put them any higher than that. I just wanted them in the top twenty. Is really where I was. I was comfortable between them and the Raiders being kind of close. I think they'd lose to Oakland. I don't think they would. I think the Steelers' defense is too good to lose to the Raiders. That's the biggest. Upside I can have here. No, they have a, their, defense their defense is playing is very well. Yeah. yeah, their defense is playing I posted very well. A, I they post- better with all the fucking talent they have. Yeah, Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick has been so incredibly worth that for. He's had he has a turnover a, in every single game this he's year. He's an amazing player. He was just playing on the fucking Miami yeah. Dolphins. Um, <laughs> I read I put up a Facebook status the other day about um, if you blank if you wipe out the teams and you look defensively, Team A. I'm basically it's like Pittsburgh has like three more sacks. Two less turnovers, um, and is just slightly worse in the red zone defensively than the 49ers. Yeah, but the 49ers have an offense that's functioning. That's true. What well, both offenses are functioning, you'd be surprised. Both offenses are actually functioning at the same success rate. The 49ers are very We'll get to the 49ers. Pittsburgh Steelers the Pittsburgh Steelers right now are basically the San Francisco 49ers, just not creative. Yeah. Is basically what they are. <laughs> like if that's what they are. Like just substitute the talent that uh San Fran has in Kittle and put it with like Juju. Oh my god. That's basically like did you see did you read what I said? Yeah. 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 I just I like think about that. And the other thing about the Steelers is they're the only team this year that had a second half lead against San Fran. And they led twice in the second half. They should have beat San Francisco. <sighs> that game they lost by two. Me. That game frustrated. Sorry, they lost so by bad. three. They lost by two to Seattle. Yeah. How many turnovers? They, they we forced five. Yeah. And they and we lost. And then we, they forced two. Well, that, or three? Just, that just goes to show like the absolute inconsistency. Well, of that's the what I'm saying. Like, like the Steelers are the type of team vanilla. that like the Steelers. Uh, that's what they are. The Steelers are San Francisco, not creative. They're, van- they're vanilla. They're like a vanilla San Francisco yeah. 49ers. And team. It, it, it's it's working to their demise. It, they're not. They they will be lucky if they win the division this year. Lucky. No, we're, if not they, gonna, we're not going to win the division. Baltimore's going to win the division. Baltimore's going to win. Baltimore's going to win that division. Then we, well, we they'll could be, lucky. be second. I, I think could Pitcher, be second. We, I think Pitcher all, be lucky. Right now, the Steelers should be in first because the, the Steelers should have beaten the Ravens if the refs don't throw a flag when Lamar Jackson is being tackled with the ball in his hand and they call it pass interference. The Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers would be in first. The Steelers well, we'll would probably see what be in second with a six win record. You know who the Ravens play next week. The Patriots. Yeah. And they're going to lose. We'll see what happens. This is the classic example. I don't have any hopes. I'm this just is saying the classic we'll see what example happens. of that game where the Patriots are like, oh boy, 
Oh boy, here we go. The Patriots are going to get got. Patriots are going to get beat, and they're going to win by like 30. Yeah, probably. Lamar Jackson's going to have like 20 yards rushing somehow. He just forgets how to run. I still got to start. Are they the home team? Are the Ravens the home team? They're the home team coming off the bye. They are. Oh, shit. Bye bye. See you later. Also, um, one last thing about the Steelers Um, they play Indy this week. Right? Um, Pittsburgh, since 1950, is 24-6 against Indianapolis. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think it changes. I don't, so, I don't think this is one that they can win. Let me ask you a question real quick. No, I'm just saying, that, that like just take that into consideration since 1950. Yeah, I, I know. With I the quarterbacks think... that Indianapolis has had, mm-hmm. they yeah. are 24-6 and six yeah. against Pittsburgh. They haven't won since 2008, mm-hmm. which is... Mind blowing. I still would think the Colts would win. I still think the Colts are going to win. We're if they were ever going to win against us, it's now. Yep. With us at a high disadvantage. I had a Colts fan come up to me today that I work with and literally tell me like I have absolutely no faith. He's like, I don't care how bad you guys are. I was like, I've I've watched this team with Peyton Manning, uh-huh. undefeated, walk against this team and lose. He's like, I don't have any faith. We were a better team in those instances, though. True. Uh, the Colts were better in those instances too, though. All right, next. So, oh, well, we, what, real quick, what were you gonna say again, Hart? Uh, oh. the fourteen points scored by the Dolphins and Rudolph looking really bad in the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. Do you put that on Rudolph? Do you put that on Tomlin play calling? Yeah. I or put. Do that- you put that on the Steelers? Sometimes are bad when they come back from a bye at first. Yeah. It's like I, they forgot how to play football. Yeah, for I put the first that. Half. I put that on the the traditional slow, poor start from a Steelers team coming off of a bye against a team they should beat. That's fair. That's like fair. right, like yeah. that's what the Steelers do. Pretty textbook. Like yeah, it's like oh, this is a team we should beat. We're coming off a bye. We're at home. We're fine. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fitzmagic. Yeah. Happened. And then like, and then the second half rolled around. I was like, oh wait, we're better than this team. And then you rattle off twenty four unanswered. Yeah. So. Defense forces three turnovers. Mm-hmm. I'm glad football like, isn't 15 minutes long. Me too. Oh, that would have sucked. Again, we yet. But no, I, just for the record, I'm not memeing. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is where the Steelers belong. So like inside the top 20, but not inside the top 15. Just a little bit better than the Steelers. If you asked Corey, it is apparently the Raiders, Bears, and Giants. No, those are all in that order. So what's next? It's not the Giants. <sighs> Let me think here. The Giants have a have a player that Corey really likes, and that's it. The Giants are atrocious defensively. They have horrible game planning. I don't care that they have a rookie quarterback. The amount of teams like, that are left I that care. I think are actually good are pretty high. Who well, you think? We're getting into the good teams. Yeah, we're starting. To, I'm we're, aware. We're in the bottom. Like we're getting towards the bottom of the good teams now. I'm just saying it has to be like so. a bad good team because they're just only above the Pittsburgh. I know who I would put here. I'm going with Jacksonville. That's who yep, I was. That's gonna who I was going to put. That's the move, fam. That's the galaxy brain play. Is it? I don't think it's that. Jaguars drop. Think. The Jaguars would drop from ten to seventeen. Here. So. It's like it's sort of to be expected. Like I love Gardner Minshew and I love the meme. He's been very like, spotty. I think when uh, Foles comes back, he needs to start. Yeah, if he comes back, um, is that a that's thing? that's the rumor right now? So he might actually like. How soon? 
not, not, a, not a specific timeline, but like... Not soon enough. Well, he's on IR right now, right? Here's your, like, uh, Jags blurb. Against yeah, the Jets, the Jaguars managed a defeat they hadn't accomplished at all this season, converting over six third downs. <laughs> oh. It turns out, if you keep the ball on offense, you'll score more points and have better odds of winning the game. Let's fight that. Like, you have... On the, on the Jaguars, you do have Leonard Fournette having a great year again, which is great to see. Until he drinks the bone hurdy juice, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I'm worried about, worry about him drinking the bone hurdy juice, but I like Leonard you know Fournette. What, and I'm glad so, he's doing well. You know what's so weird about that is, like, Leonard Fournette's having a good year, but then when you pull up, like, like run pass stuff for, for Jacksonville, they're, like, atrocious running the ball. It's just like they just give it to him so many times. That he just get up the field. That he eventually, like, just... That's, that's kind of what he's always been is he's just like a pounded yeah he, he, he really does just pound shit hard and he's yeah. always got like a million fucking guys on him he'll, he'll get, get you three pound years. shit hard he pound shit hard he pounds shit the only hard team he fucks Leonard Fournette fucks Leonard Fournette fucks to note the only team worse yikes <laughs> the only team if we're just gonna do alright we'll do this alright so if we just focus on uh running backs okay the only team worse running the ball than the Jacksonville Jaguars right Ooh. now are they're, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're that low. <laughs> they're that low. Yeah. They just handed and to they him. They just, they just hand it to him over and over again, and he There's just There's, like, no other option. Yeah, and he eventually mm-hmm. just gets through. Yep. All right. War of attrition, he eventually... But, yeah, like... Mm. Yeah, Nick Foles is hurt. Gardner Minshew does okay. They're the Jags are they're struggling with the receiver position right now because they're all getting hurt. They don't have a viable tight end. No. They're they're they lost just they just traded away Jalen Ramsey, and they can say that they didn't need him all they want. They, they he's one of the best corners in the league. They are going to hurt without him. This is a great spot for them. Uh, Justin. Ah. I am going to stick. Oh, wait, no. You no, put the Jaguars, right? No, Corey did. It's on no, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Corey did. Okay. So it's, I, it's me? Oh, boy. There's two teams I really like right here. One or the other. Corey slash I did. I did, technically. Although oh, I think huh. Corey would have also. Yeah, Corey would have done yeah. that. I think so. Uh, well, Corey, like, Corey which likes is sad. He likes, yeah, but it is where they're ranked for Corey. Oh, they are 17th? Okay. Right above the Giants. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to. Pittsburgh again. I want to. I want to do the Ooh. same thing I did. I want to put the Rams here. No. 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 no now you're more wrong. Now. Like, well, no. No. Yeah. No. Who? Okay. In the last month, who have the Rams beaten? The two worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. The Bengals and the Falcons. Uh huh. Sometimes you need. They that. also got absolutely bent by the 49ers. Like embarrassed. So will most teams in the NFL run this year. off the field so by the most, team. So will most teams in the NFL this year get bent and. Fucked by the San Francisco. Yeah, Atlanta. that's fine. They're also the third best team in their own division. Yeah, but they also still lead the NFL in passing yards. Yeah, they're also so what? They're also terraforming into a pretty fucking good passing offense, and pulling out. And the you're, dictionary you're completely over disregarding here. teams that are that are actually starting to struggle right now, like the Detroit it. Lions and the fucking <laughs> Carolina Panthers, which are teams that are starting to struggle right now. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers are doing the Rams are doing the exact opposite. I don't give a fuck who they played. They look better. Like I, I understand it matters, but they are—they're doing better than they were. I w- the only other team I would consider putting here would be the Lions, but the Lions also—I don't know, not man. Not that like, fucking Eagles. 
No. I no. think all three of those teams, Eagles, Lions, Lions and, and Panthers, Panthers are, are all around three. the same yeah, these fucking are gonna, That's going to be oh, yeah, the next little Panthers nucleus of not, teams And not the fucking Rams. And not you the, just really don't like them. I don't like the Rams. They also just traded a keep to leave. So they basically have Jalen Ramsey and three other DBs that just are okay. So now all teams are going to no, do against the Rams. Ramsey is yeah. fine. So teams are just going to treat them like, oh, who's where's Ramsey? Okay, don't throw at him. Throw at everybody else. Like they have a lot of upside. They do. It's just like they have a lot more upside than these other three teams. We what just I've mentioned. seen so far, it's just like I don't. You beat up on Atlanta and the Bengals, and the other two games we've seen you play so far have been getting your face shoved into the dirt by the 49ers. And a game against Seattle where you were outplayed in huge stretches of it and basically had to have Jared Goff bail you out. And they're shifting. I guess you're like, yeah, they're shifting. They're shifting. That is true. I feel like. I I I know some lists have the Rams still as a top ten team. I don't think they're top ten. I agree I with you. They're that top they, ten. I would have them probably after this small nucleus of teams: the Eagles, Panthers, Lions, and before the next nucleus of teams when we get to them being the Texans, Bills, and Cowboys. The, the Rams will be the dividing line in between that, in my opinion. Laying out I wanna, the tier I, list I would here. I would think the Lions here. I would say the Personally. Panthers because uh, the Panthers. I think the Lions could beat the Panthers. I think the Lions could beat the Panthers, think, and that's my only reason. I think, I'm on Eagles, but I don't know. I think the wow. So we're okay. And so, if you want Corey for a tiebreaker, uh, let's see here. Uh, none of those Cowboys. <laughs> so, never mind. Um, so we all we all have a different team here. Yes. Oh, this is fun. Which is the midway point. We're at sixteen, and we're 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 at an impasse. So how do we uh, move forward? I will. I will pick one of those three teams. I will lay down. Lay down on the Rams. You're I'll lay down it. on the Rams. You're not getting it. And I will. We all could cohesively did. When it comes back around to you again, yeah. you'll probably get the Rams. But until then, who do you want to put here? I like. Carolina's defense. Me too. More than the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Especially now that Diggs is gone. Right. Yeah, but I like the Lions offense would counteract that. Matt Matt Stafford's having a near career year. I like Yeah, but then the run defense is porous as shit. Yeah, they're they can't getting, run the ball. It's just it's so they don't need they don't need the, the problem is they're trying to run the ball too much and they've never been able to run the no, ball. No, they've never been able to run they the ball. They just throw the ball more. I That's my See, I'm 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 Tentative to put the Panthers here because the Panthers just rattled off four straight wins before losing to the 49ers, which no one has beaten them yet. Yeah. So are we just going to discount the fact that Kyle Allen won four games in a row? You guys, no, are I, I like I like Kyle Allen. So like, I, I have to put the Lions here then. Yeah, I think so. Like that's my thing. I have to put the Lions here. I can't discount the fact that that Kyle Allen walked out with basically. I guess my only my only my only concern is this. Panthers team could be setting up exactly like last year where they started off, they won a bunch of games in a row, and then they got blown out by Pittsburgh and then sputtered to the end of the season. What if... Possibly. What if... Possibly. We worry about what that if the 49ers cause the next sputtering? Again, 
This isn't about where we think they're going to finish. But this where they is, are right this now. is where they are right now. I know, but I'm just... I, Matt where Stafford were they beat ranked? them. Huh? Where were they ranked? La- last time? Yeah, the Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Are um, they moving up no yeah, matter we what? We had the Lions at three last time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you... Fucking yeah, because so you guys whatever. are madmen. No, the Panthers were at 18. So they moved up three spots. I think that's fair. Yeah. And it's fine. Christian because well, no, because right now, because right now... I'm, we're gonna put the Lions at 16, and then Matt's gonna put the Panthers at 15. I'm, I'm okay, and with we're that. all gonna agree. And then the Eagles at 14, probably. Yeah, I still think Eagles are worse than uh, Panthers, but I'm overruled at this point, I believe. <laughs> I, and then Corey put Cowboys. So that doesn't the, help. The, the, Eagles have the coaching. <laughs> Eagles have the coaching. Yeah, like no, Doug they, Peterson they, is really Eagles good. Eagles have found their running game too, and I think their running great. game is. I feel like it's matchup Miles based. Sanders. Their running game's matchup based. Yeah, is no, I, I there want the is, Eagles to do better than they are? Right? Great too. They Miles really Sanders is the Darren Sproles that they needed. That's a complicated equation. <laughs> and Jordan Howard's great too. The Eagles were always better when they had Darren Sproles and the the fast, short, pass catching mm. running back out of the backfield. Mm. Miles Sanders is that, but he's faster. But my counterpoint would be that Cowboys game. And that's it. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, that was bad. The Panthers go next, right? Yes. We're imagining they go next. Yes. Do we want to go with the Eagles here? I want the Eagles here. Well, whose choice would it be? Mine. His. So we're going Panthers, Eagles, Lions. No, we're going Lions, we're going Lions at I sixteen. Matt had a choice. Like, you said. Matt, do you want to put the Do you want to put the Panthers next? Yeah, Matt's putting After the Panthers the Lions. at fifteenth, right? Because if he can't get him at sixteenth, he's going to put him at fifteenth. Yeah, that's the end. Uh, okay, so then 14th, I want to put the Eagles. You want to put the Eagles. Right. You're going to agree. I think they're worse, but you yeah. think they're worse, but at, at best, they're 14th. Sure. Um, and then I feel like uh, do as you, a collective, do, do we you could agree? slot... Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. I feel like I, I know it's I know it's a Genhart slash Corey's pick. I think this is where we slot the Rams in. Well, what does Corey think? Cowboys. I mean, the Rams are... Way higher than you guys got him on Corey's list, so that doesn't really become a factor here. I think. I think he's just outvoted on that. Uh, Corey got the Rams ranked sixth overall. No, no. Now I disagree as well. <sighs> I mean, if it was up to Corey, it'd be Cowboys because he has them so fucking low. But I also don't agree. I, I think you know what. I don't. I kind of want. I kind of want to put the Cowboys eliminate a lot of teams. No, no, no. I, I'm perfectly okay with putting the Eagles and the Cowboys literally right next to yeah. each other. Because I think if the Cowboys and Eagles played again, I think that that score could happen, but reversed. You could be just as easily. I don't think even the Cowboys know what the fuck is going on with that football team. It's just the same story over and over. The Cowboys have great personnel, but they don't use it correctly because Jason Garrett's a tool. Right. He's just a tool that Jerry Jones twists and turns to his whims. He's got good boy Dak. So technically and speaking, they're just going to win eight games and make a shit ton of money for Jerry Jones. We went Jacksonville, Lions, Lions, Panthers, Panthers, Eagles, Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yeah, then it's you again. That's me again. Now it's Rams. Now it's Rams. I'm okay if you want to put the Rams. This in. is a great spot for the Rams. I'll I put think. the because these are the top twelve. These would are the agree with teams. the Rams. Yeah. I, I want. Yeah. I, I like the Rams at number twelve. It's actually where I the have Rams. Them. Do three teams from that division go to the fucking playoffs? No, no. One will no. miss. They'll probably be the Rams. The Rams don't go. I think it's. it's we'll it's, see. It, I well, think well, it's possible. Well, no, because two of them are going to go, and then probably what's going to happen is, um, 
the oh god, why am I doing this right now? My brain is shutting off. Do you think um, the Seahawks are gonna miss? No. Well, three. Of, I don't know which ones. Three of them are gonna go, or two of them are gonna go out of the three, and then the Packers and the Vikings in some order. Yeah. Those are your NFC playoff teams. Probably right the Packers, there. above the Vikings. Those are your NFC playoff teams. You're missing a few teams, though. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like, oh, the, with the wild, the wild cards, with the wild card teams, because yeah. obviously, like, we ranked the Cowboys and Eagles outside of the playoffs, but are, but they still have to make it. One of them does. I got you. I yeah, got you. One of them's yeah. gonna make this it. This isn't considering so 12, divisions. Twelve were sliding in the Rams. Right. Yeah. All right. Eleven. This one's for you, Shane and Patreon angry the Bills. Bills. Yep. Solid. Bills are a playoff team. Now. I am. I'm not super confident in them. I'm not super confident in them either, considering the no. But they're a playoff team. But they're a playoff. That defense. And when Josh Allen's on, he's on, dude. He played like he's spotty, spotty. He's not fumbling the ball. He's second year sophomore problems. What are you going to call? When he's on, he's fucking on, and the team looks electric. When they're off, they start losing to the Dolphins. My prayer is that Josh Allen is one of those third year bloomers. On QB, a, th- a third-year bloomer. Yeah, those happen. No, they really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I I hope he becomes great because I like Josh Allen and I like the Buffalo Bills a lot, and I I like I like their I like their coaching staff. I like their I like their defense for the most part. I think they kind of were a little flustery this pre- these previous couple weeks, but I feel like they can patch the, that up. That loss to the Eagles was much more about the Eagles being really pissed off. I think so too. I think then it was the Bills being bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that was just an Eagles team that came out with way more to prove than the Bills did. Sure. Yeah. Well, here's my thing though. Are we saying the Bills are worse than Houston? Yes. yes. As right right now, I just, I still don't like Houston a whole lot. It's pretty close. But though. they like, are I think, well, yeah. That's they're why way think, they're worse than Houston. That's why I think the Texans would be the next team. But yes. Okay. You want to put the Texans? Put, next? This is where I put the Texans. Did we say Detroit yet? We did. Yeah, they, they, they're waiting. Oh, thank God. No, yeah, no, no, we're not doing that again. Never again. That was a good meme. Never again. That's just a horrible meme. I hate Corey it. Corey has the Lions sandwiched between. Now the you Bills have to. And, and the typical Texans. Typical, Texan, <laughs> typical Texans. JJ Watts out for the season now, though. We need yeah. to talk about that. Maybe I, that'll be bad yeah. for the future. I it's, think. Uh, that's not the first time they've been playing. They're with probably JJ another Watt. playoff team though. They'll be all right. It'll be the usual where it'll be by them and the Colts going to playoffs. It's gonna well. But, it'll be interesting because uh, you lose JJ Watt. Your secondary's some string and bubblegum tied together. I can see your. I can see your two. You uh, have Deshaun Watson though, and you when you have an amazing quarterback like that, he had he had that weird no looky whatever he did. No he, eyeballs. Yeah. Ow. That, you know, that most in, that, that that is the by the way the craziest play that we've probably seen all season. That, no, the Aaron Rodgers throw. But to, to Jamal Williams? Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers you know throws the best u- throw of the season. Do you know what he used to make that throw? His fucking eyeballs. Do you know what Deshaun didn't use? You, you, you want to know? Want me <laughs> to tell you? Eyeballs. Let me tell you why it's not. Is because Aaron Rodgers is lucky that Jamal Williams was there, <laughs> and that we, I don't that think ball it was, was luck. I, I think know, it was that ball was intended for Jimmy Graham. Aaron was aiming for Jimmy Graham. He wanted Jimmy no, Graham to jump up and grab th- it. He was throwing the he ball away. It, he threw it ten yards to the right of fucking Jimmy Graham because he was getting yeah he was he was getting rid of that ball, but he threw it in Jimmy Graham's direction, hoping he could jump up and grab it. He was lucky as fuck that Jamal Williams was back. Yeah, that, also was, I still, that, that was like watching the C. call of that play was insane. I was on break at work at the time, and I watched that play happen. He just like. Al Michaels. Well, it looks like oh, he's throwing the ball up. 
touchdown. I also <laughs> with that Deshaun Watson Question pass. Mark? He gets so he's scrambling on. Not only does he get kicked in the fucking face, but after that, he makes the read. He is not trying to throw that ball away. He makes the fucking read and sees Darren Fells right in front of him and hits that shit. You after could, he got uh, kicked in the fucking face, Aaron Rodgers is trying to throw the fucking ball away. You could argue it's a fluke, but who gives a fuck? Don't do that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kuiper has his hand raised. I still think Gardner's play where he dodged three sacks and threw a touchdown was better. That's all, that's also a good play. There's a lot of good plays this year. I think Gardner still has the best still did quarterback moment play where he literally dodges like three or four sacks with only taking like four steps and then I'm, throws a touchdown. I, I still think that's the best individual play. I really need to play. emphasize, Kuiper, that he used eyeballs during that play. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you hey, guys aren't great. Deshaun this. used eyeball. <laughs> Not quite. He said he couldn't see fucking shit. I titled the episode "Eyeball" is like two separate words. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but Texans here. Um, their season is We're in playing a little, eyeball. Yeah, their season is in a little bit of jeopardy because of the JJ Watt injury. But it just turns back into okay. Deshaun's just got to be insane to win games. Well, he you could say that any year. Their yeah. season's in jeopardy because of the JJ Watt injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are into the top ten. Uh, Genhart, who is number nine? Detroit. I'm just kidding. No. Um, fucking. <laughs> if I were to make a suggestion, I would say this is where you slot the Colts. Yep. I was thinking them or Minnesota. Colts. I would say Minnesota. Minnesota? Okay. I have Minnesota as a top five team. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, no. they're pretty fucking good. Matt, you're falling for it. <laughs> Matt, you're falling. Did you not watch Thursday? They won by ten. I know. Roll the tape back against and the see what Washington Redskins. No, I have them. I have them in the I'm falling for the Kirk Cousins. Don't Alex fall Smith for it. Doop-de-doo. Do not fall for it. It's the doobly doo. I'm getting Alex Smith again. Don't, don't get Alex Smith. Put the Vikings. here. I get that they're the sexier pick. But I have. Like, I have the Vikings. Uh, I have the Vikings one spot. Above the Colts, I love the Indianapolis Colts. I think they're going to the Super Bowl this year. Fun fact: as of right now, um, I think they oh, need. Man, there's there's a story that you could weave there with a potential Super Bowl matchup that would be hilarious. Oh yeah, what is it? The two backups to Tom Brady playing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and not Tom Brady, and not Tom Brady. Oh, I would love that. Oh. Jacoby and and Jimmy playing against. I think each other. I prefer one of them. Beating Brady. Well, the only one that could have Jacoby would have to no, beat could, Brady. Yeah, the Jacoby yeah. would have to. The Super Bowl oh, wow. goes through Foxborough. You're gonna have to beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship game yeah. to get to the Super Bowl. So either, so either the good storyline would be Jacoby beating him in the championship or Garoppolo doing it in the fucking Super Bowl. And honestly, I think that storyline's better. I feel like Garoppolo also shorthand. Corey's screaming because we're we're automatically putting San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Saints are still high on the list, don't um, worry. So I think the Saints. So okay, Saints might be at the top of. You want to put? You want to put the? Um, I'm. I'm I said Minnesota. I agree. I am not getting baited in. I want the Colts here, but I am not getting again, baited I have, in. I have the Vikings literally at the next spot, so I'm a little. Where does Corey score have higher? The Colts or the Vikings? The Colts higher than the Vikings for Corey. All right, fuck it. All right, Vikings and 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 then Kyrie will put Colts here. It makes sense. Do you not want to put Colts here? We just discussed this. As I'm higher we on the Colts than all of you, and I have to be here. <laughs> or the or the Seahawks. I out. Seahawks. I, I like that too. I like that here too. I, I, think, I think. I no no not the Seahawks. <laughs> I gotta put the Colts here. Okay. I listen. It's I love fair. The Colts. It's a fair I wanted to put the Seahawks real bad. 
I think the Seahawks might be next. Uh, they have four wins over crappy teams. Yeah, and losses against. They even have a, a win that they shouldn't have gotten against a crappy team, which was Cleveland. And they're hitting. They only have one matchup against a below 500 team scheduled in the I next five games this. with a bye mixed in. Nah. Shouldn't but, have won that game. Yeah, they lost, but we won by. They won by two. Yes, I know. That was the game Ben got hurt in, and Mason came in, and yeah. we yeah. should have beat them. I remember. It but um, hurt. Yeah. That shit hurt. Well, we is Colts cool? That and shit hurt. Do you are you gonna put the Seahawks next? It, are, wait, are we putting the Colts? Yeah, I'm down to put the Colts. I know he is. I'm a, I, I'm agree, and then I'm putting the Seahawks. You gonna put the Seahawks? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like the Seahawks, like they have four wins against crappy teams, and not only did they lose to the good teams they played, but like they like did not look impressive. Like they got bounced by the Saints. The Ravens just bullied them basically all game. And then even, and because I know he's like, oh, we're talking about playing crappy teams and beating them. Yeah, but it's about how you beat the they crappy teams. They were getting teams. blown out by the Browns. They did. They had yeah. to come back in that game, Which, but the fact that they were getting blown out. Yeah. Like, like, it's still about, it's not just that you beat the bad teams. Like, the theme for this whole year is how is, you beat the yes, bad teams. Because there's a lot of them. It's not. It's if you play nobodies, treat them like nobodies. And Seattle has not done that. The only team Seattle has looked really impressive against is Arizona. That's it. I'd also argue that that Rams game. Well, the Rams. Well, that was those were two teams that are like very familiar with each other. Sure, that's why it was impressive. That yeah, they pulled it out. Um, but like like what Matt said, they had to come back against the Browns, and the Browns kind of shot themselves in the face in that game. As and they then, often do. Yeah, it and just then, feels like if they aren't playing, if, if Russell Wilson isn't playing at the absolute like top of his game in yeah. any game, they will lose. Now, still, they will see, lose. now we're saying all of this criticism. Seattle's still a top ten team. Oh, yeah, this Wilson. is number this is number seven slot. Yeah. So like, well, the good thing for them is about ninety percent of the time Russell Wilson plays at the top of his fucking yeah. game. Well, so they will like win the most greatest. of their games. You're still a top seven team. You MVP, have one of the greatest, dude. You can get to an NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson alone. Yeah. Do you think he's still the MVP? Probably front runner. Um, ooh, no. Right now, it, it changes basically every week when it's early. Right now, yeah, I think I it's Deshaun. Yeah, he did, did get kicked in the eyeball. Yeah. I think, I think it's a, <laughs> right now. I think it's a three horse race between Deshaun Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, when, when Aaron started playing better, Aaron entered the conversation. Well, Aaron had yeah. Aaron had to start playing better because the defense started getting porous. But we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah. Um, Corey has right, so, Seattle fourth overall, by the way. Um, we're only putting them three spots lower. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. All right, so we're on number six, and whose turn is it? Justin. Justin. The Baltimore Ravens. This is where I would put the Ravens. Yep, they are. They're a they're, clever team. They're better than we thought. They are. Very we thought they team. couldn't beat the good teams, mm-hmm. and they're playing well against the good teams. Yeah. They lost a divisional matchup against Cleveland. Don't sound too and to excited. The Kansas City Chiefs. And then yeah, and then the, the Chiefs, who are going to probably be the next spot. I. S- yeah, because we we're gonna still rank the Chiefs because I think I've seen a lot of people like ranking the Chiefs like really low. They played really well against the Packers. They played really well against the Packers. The defense is my only defense is getting my better. only scary thought is Definitely when Mahomes not. comes back, the defense regresses again. Yep. Just if, if, the defense, if the defense plays like this, and we get Patrick Mahomes, and we get Eric Fisher, and oh. Uh, Shit, hold on. I break my I, shit. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. It's just I'm passionate <laughs> about football. Football! Football! Uh, 
picking shit up. I'll wait. I'll wait for the. I'll wait. I'll wait for the Chiefs rants. Let's talk about the Ravens more. Yeah, I love how creative the Ravens have been Um, these last few weeks. I still think. I don't think they're going to beat the Patriots this week. No, no, because Tom it, Brady it's, that's a young quarterback. It's that two. It's it's the classic example of they're like, ranked one or well, two. Bill Belichick, yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, th- it's yeah. the classic example of like this is the team. Like, oh boy, this is the team that's going to knock the Patriots off. This is going to be the first loss. No, it's not. You know, the good like old... it always it shapes out that like, oh man, on paper this is the best team Patriots have played, and the Patriots will Tom Brady will have like three hundred and fifty yards and like five touchdowns. James and the offense, White will have eleven catches. Yeah, the offense will just explode. Which it hasn't done, and like Lamar will somehow like they'll show the they'll show the the statistics of like here's what Lamar's been doing the rest of the season, and then like halfway after the second half they'll show like Lamar has like five yards rushing. Somehow the Patriots have just like contained him. contained him somehow. Like not somehow. I know how they would do it, but like no. You, Bill you, Belichick loves eating young quarterbacks alive. Yeah. I don't think the Patriots' offense will be that good. John Harbaugh has John Harbaugh. To his credit, uh, loves to has fared well against Bill Belichick. He loves fucking him up, dude. And I don't think, I don't think Harbaugh's gonna be the type of coach because that whole like home teams against at the bye thing is much more reflective on the coaching than mm-hmm. it is about anything. John Harbaugh's a top five coach. Yeah, and he oh, has, yeah. He, having an extra like, having an extra time to prepare easily. For, for good old yeah. for good old Billy Belichick. That's actually out. worth. That has the potential to be a really fucking good game. I think it's going to be a prime time game. game. I mean, I don't know if it will be. It'll be a great game. It's I the prime time. But game. I'm hopeful that it is. Well, often uh, the, the be, matchup that sounds the best is just like, oh, what happened? It's either going to be a good game or it's going to be like every Patriots game this season, good for yeah. the first half, and then the Patriots make their adjustments, and that defense Run just blows your it. mind. Yeah. yeah. But I'm okay with the Ravens here. This is a good spot for the Ravens. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful spot. Which for the then Ravens. logic would denote that Kansas City. Yeah, would Kansas be City is the fifth. Next. And, no, I would and put really, City at five. they could have been higher. I, they could have. They could have beaten the was, Packers, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just no offense, Justin, but okay. Down to back to what I was saying before I took over the Ravens slot and whatnot. <laughs> Motherfuckers, don't no offense me before you start talking shit about the Green Bay Packers. Please stop doing that. God, I hate that shit. It's a pet peeve of mine. I get oh. beat up by you, Offend Justin. me about the Packers. Please. Trust me. I am not as attached to them as you think. Aaron Rodgers. Go. Okay, well, baby the defense. Boy. Oh, Ooh, got no. him. He fucking oh, whiny, no. man. No, Pack, no. That's why, they, that's why <laughs> no the Chiefs pack, lost, no. because I was mean to you. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Justin posts out a Go Pack Go and all his Packers gear, and I was like, right before I clocked in for work, I was like, I saw it when I was rolling, scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I replied and said, no, Pack, no. And then, and then, <laughs> and then it just so happened that Aaron Jones was just kind of like looking at the, the hashtag Go Pack As Go. he would. And he saw that he's like, and Aaron no, Jones not was today. Like, oh, not today. <laughs> now, in that game, Kansas City was playing with their third string quarterback, no Sammy, no Eric Fisher, and on defense, no Chris Jones, their best defensive lineman, and no Frank Clark, their best linebacker. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with it. And they played hella good. Because they're a hella good football team. Their secondary is actually low-key very impressive. Uh, Shertravius Ward is in the top 15 according to Pro Football Focus. Juan Thornhill, the defensive uh, rookie safety, is, I think, ranked 7th among all safeties in the NFL currently according to Pro Football Focus. I I could be wrong. I know he was top 10. I want to say he was 7th in the league right now. Uh, Oh, my God. 
I'm, I'm blanking. I, they have Fuller, who's been really well, good from the slot, but not covering, uh, not not covering like primary receivers. But Bashad has been playing well. The weakness of the team is the linebacking core. Yep. And that is why teams have been able to run on them. That is why Aaron Jones had a career night. Well, yeah, well what happened with Aaron Jones having a career night against him, this is the big problem that the Chiefs have had, something that the staff noticed on Green Bay and decided to make their game plan literally the whole fucking time. The Chiefs are really, really bad at stopping passing, passing plays to running backs right now. They're, they're anything really involved, anything they're involving best, running backs. They're really best, bad at it. Their best uh, coverage linebacker for running backs is Dorian O'Daniel, and they need to actually use him to cover uh, running backs more. I was going through some old game film and stuff that people were talking about on Twitter because I follow a lot of Chiefs pundits that go th- that show plays and whatnot. And Dorian O'Daniel has a lot of tape of him blowing up running backs in the backfield on passing plays, but they're not using him correctly. And again, it, not even just the defense, LaShawn McCoy costed this team a second win. He he's give, two of the losses this year have be have happened because of LaShawn McCoy fumbles, and in yeah, both instances he didn't see the field after the fumble. And I think it's about time to not play him as much. I think you need to start pulling him back, Chief and it's time won. to unleash Darwin Thompson. I think the, Chief, the rookie. I really think the Chiefs should have went after Kenyon Drake. Nah, like Darwin Kenyon. Thompson's the fucking truth. Well, He's the fucking truth, and to he happen. needs to suit up and play. They're about to have no other fucking choice coming up here. So. I just that, Oof. but I know what Matt was gonna say is that you know what this Green Bay defense is. It's I thought I thought of the perfect analogy for what this Green Bay defense is. This Green Bay defense is the same defense that the New Orleans Saints had when they won the Super Bowl. Yep, they are not that great, but they have good players in key spots, and they force key turnovers. Yep. That is what they are. Jair Alexander is Jair Alexander's a monster. Jair Alexander's very good. Kevin King is very good. How does that kid... Adrian still, Amos is really good. I'm still wondering how that kid gets involved in that every fucking... Now you have two outside linebackers, or edge guys, mm-hmm. that are great pass rushers. Not that great against the run. Yep. They're situational guys. Yep. Can't stop the run to begin with. By the way, are you putting Green Bay at four? Yes, we're putting Green Bay at four. Okay, I thought so. Will that be Kuiper's choice? Am I next? Yeah, because I said Kansas City. Yeah, so Packers are four then. I mean, that's that's where I would put them. Yeah, I put the Packers at four. Is that four or five? Four. Five is the Chiefs. Five Chiefs. Yeah, five Chiefs, four Packers. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah, the the Corey has Seattle, San Fran. I don't know. Wait, who are we saying? We're Packers. saying Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, he has them higher. Oh, okay. But not by much, I guess. Two or three? Well, he has San Fran all the way down in fifth, which I kind of... We talked about him with that. And we're going to get... I think we're going to talk about San Fran, New Orleans, and the the Patriots all together because... There is a three team. It's a fascinating, like, trichotomy between the three of them. Three very different football Because you have to really consider a whole lot when you think about them. uh, I personally don't think you have to think about a lot, but... We'll get to that. But the only thing... What do you want to say last thing about the Packers? Well, I want to, there's a couple things I want to say. I didn't get to say really much at all about the Packers. Besides just... Oh, yeah. Jair Alexander is a monster. One of the best corners in the NFL right now. He will blossom probably into the best corner in the NFL. And he keeps up what he's doing. Somehow this kid manages to get involved in every fucking play that happens. He's, he's, he's been reading offenses exceptionally well. Being able to make good plays on the ball. 
Um, I am super happy that we have them, and I hope that uh, the Green Bay decides to pay him when it's contract time. They won't. Uh, Darnell Savage coming back this week helped the Green Bay Packers against against the Chiefs a lot. He is a very good player. One of the he's he's a top ten safety right now. Actually, I think mm-hmm. as a rookie, he's pretty good. Uh, the Green Bay offense is starting to take shape a lot better now, which is uh, happens to come in good time considering the defense is starting to show some pores. Aaron Rodgers is coming back in Aaron Rodgers form that we've seen from him before these last three years where he's making incredible shit happen. And shit where you look at it, there are three different instances in that football game where Aaron Rodgers did something and everybody in the room I was watching the game with, just Josh just hit the floor. And that's the kind of player that he is, and that's the kind of plays that he makes. Can you imagine we could have had that on both sides if Pat would have played? I wanted that so God, fucking that would bad. Be so can, fucking you ima- sick. can you imagine what that game would have been like if Pat would have played? I think the Chiefs would have won if Pat Mahomes played. By the way, so do I. Uh, can you imagine what the um, what the Texans Chiefs game this year is going to be like? Oh my God! Oh wait, it already happened. Oh. We already know what happened in that game. The Texans just <laughs> Deshaun didn't do anything. <laughs> they were just like, oh, just run the ball. DeAndre here, run a five yard slant. Ugh. That's the thing, though. That's why, like, when people say, "Oh man, like Deshaun and Pat," like we saw Deshaun and Pat. Like Aaron's a little different. Do, uh, Aaron's different. Do Kansas City and Rams have a rematch? No, not this year. Disappointing. No, no it wouldn't be the same. Years. Years. It wouldn't have been the same as it last year. But I'm still interested in it. Those are, those are two teams that like their height. Yeah, sure. And the Rams have definitely regressed because of Todd Gurley mostly. But, uh, Aaron Jones is a. Uh, is a fucking free. He's free. He's free. They freed him. I just, we <laughs> talked about this. We talked about that at the end of last it year. It took like three weeks, but they freed him. Well, it's, it's, My it's, fantasy Matt LaFleur did what Mike McCarthy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> took the, the chains ball. off. They yeah. still use Jamal. Well, yeah. It, but it, like, it turns out Jamal's pretty good at catching the football. Who would have thought? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Aaron Jones is a great blocker, by the way. Yeah. Um, there were there were many different points in that game where he said they set him up as a blocker and he did a fucking bang up job. That kid is amazing, and it's about fucking time that they actually started using him. I think he's a he's a, a fringe MVP candidate. Very fringe. Very fringe. But Very fringe. I said fringe, but he's a fringe MVP candidate and, and, and probably got top two, three running backs in the NFL right now. Hmm. He is tough. amazing. There's a lot of good running backs right now. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey number one. Yeah, I mean, what, what, McCaffrey, yeah. McCaffrey and Cook are A one, A B. It's an obvious yeah. statement, but still. Or, or yeah, A one, A two, whatever. Yeah, and then and then put where Barkley wherever you yeah. want, and Zeke and all those guys. Barkley, Zeke, Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers is able to like just throw the ball to any, nobody. Anyone? Yeah, to well, Alan Lazard, Alien Lazard, Alien Lizard. <laughs> That's a guy he actually has a rapport with, though. Yeah. But then he, they, they they pull off a couple guys right. with the practice squad and shit because they've been hurting at receiver. Marcus Valdez scaling played on Sunday, but he was still hurt. Yes, and mostly decoyed and caught one pass. <laughs> I just want to say that, like you know, everybody points out the same fact about that other guy who gets called the goat most frequently. Tom Brady, who throws to nobody. Yes. And they've been trying to get him somebody. The upside so might be higher for the Packers this year in that front. I mean, once, so. dude, once once Devontae Adams comes back, oh boy, yeah, dude, they they are if they still continue to use Aaron Jones effectively along with Devontae Adams being able to make plays in the red zone, yeah. it's gonna be beautiful. So this is gonna be the spot. These are the three teams that yeah that 
Matt, which belong, one do you want to put belong in the top three? Unless you're Corey. Unless you're Corey. Corey's going to be mad at me, but I'm putting the Saints at three. Really? Well, Corey obviously has the Saints at one, Patriots two, and San Fran Five. Now, before you say why you want to put the Saints, I want to make this one point about these three teams and why I feel like it's important about these three teams and why it's impressive that they're the top three. Yeah, go ahead. Start with San Francisco. Very limited talent at wideout because a lot of them are injured. Yep. They lose both of their tackles. They've been playing basically the entire year with backup left and right tackles. They lose their Pro Bowl fullback, which like, oh, it's the fullback. They no, run they run 21 personnel 40% of the time. Yeah. It's a massive part of Kyle Shanahan's it's offense. super important. They lose him. They've lost. Jarek McKinnon's been a bust. Yep. They lost Tevin Coleman for a couple weeks. Tevin now Coleman. Matt Breed is hurt. But now Tevin Coleman's back. But now Tevin Coleman's back. But they're, they're, cycling, they're like cycling. cycling. They are the epitome of next man up. Yeah, yeah. They're cycling through running backs. And they are suffocating people. Now, flip it to the Saints. The Saints lose Drew Brees. Huge. Huge. like, holy shit, right? Teddy Bridgewater's coming back. Yeah, they bring in Teddy Bridgewater. They hardly miss played amazing. Team. Who's a star? Yeah. Who is a... He's... Starter-worthy. Starter-worthy. He's like Jacoby. Like, borderline game manager. He's just not going to make mistakes. Whatever. They lose Alvin Kamara. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Last two weeks. They have no Alvin Kamara. They bring in, you know, freaking uh, Latavius Murray, who's a poor man's Mark Ingram. And they win five games without Breeze, right? Patriots lose their left tackle. They lose their center. They lose starting tight end. They bring in AB for a game, lose him. They lose Josh Gordon. Nikhil Harry, first round pick, hasn't seen the field yet. Like... That they've, been, they've been trying so fucking hard to make a receiver work. Yeah, like that's, they why, they, that's why they traded for Rahad Sanu. They're desperately so trying to get receiver talent to help They're Brady. They're throwing everything at the Dude, wall to yeah. help Brady. Because they I, don't have a tight end. They don't have Gronk. Yeah. I love Mohamed Sanu, and I am so happy but, he's in. He's like, because he's a number one receiver now, basically. Yeah, so maybe basically Adel, the whole idea two. about these three teams is that, like, this is, what's, this is why good teams, like, great teams... Are better than good teams because these three teams have every excuse to not be good. Like the Saints lost their starting quarterback and their starting running back, right? San Francisco lost both of their tackles, two of their receivers, and their fullback, right? And the Patriots lost two fifths of their offensive line. They have no tight ends healthy, and they lost two of their receivers that they started the year with. And combined, they have lost one game. Like, Sean Payton, Kyle Shanahan, and Bill Belichick... Are the three best coaches in the are NFL. Are right now the three best coaches in the National Football League because of what they've been able to do with the hands they've been given this year. And it is insane, like, what they've been able to do with this team, so with their teams. So, I just thought about that. About how all of them kind of been dealing with injuries differently. That being said, why the fuck do you have the Saints at three? <laughs> do you want to go around the table and see who what everyone has at three? Well, does everyone name your top three? I have. You name the order. I Patriots, 49ers, Saints. 49ers, Saints, 
Patriots. This motherfucker. <laughs> wait, so wait. Did you go from three to one or one to three? He swapped. One to three. Yeah. You said I Patriots at three? The Patriots are three. Patriots at three. I think uh, he still has the 49ers above the I Saints. I think dis- uh, their uh, kind of dysfunctional offense is going to get fucking exposed at some point here. Do you say 49ers first? He said the, he said 49ers one, Saints yeah. two, Patriots three. What do you say? I say Saints first, then 49ers, then Patriots. It's all different. If you're asking, you're going to say Patriots, Saints, 49ers, aren't you? I'm going to say Patriots at one, Saints two, 49ers. Three. Oh my god, we're all different. We're at an impasse. <laughs> yeah, well, we could take it step by step. This is where we play liars dice to decide. Let's the order. take it step by step and go number by number. Okay. So third place. I said Patriots. Yes. Justin I, said Patriots. Right. Uh-huh. What did you say? 49ers. Saints. And you said Saints. And Corey says 49ers. So it's either 49ers or Patriots. Right? 49ers All right. have an offense that works. Here, here's, here's... Well, Corey said 49ers even lower than that. Here's the reason why Corey... Let, we'll explain why Corey's still low on the 49ers. Corey says that, okay, their defense has been preying on bad offensive lines... They have. He wants to see them win a game where they don't just rely on the run and they win different ways. Yeah, but um, you can say the same thing about the Patriots. Yep. Well, that's he's like. Well, that, I, I said that to him, and he was like, "Have you watched the Patriots the last fifteen years?" He's I like, do not give a shit about the last fifteen. He's years. like, at any point this year, the Patriots will immediately switch to whatever they need to be. Like they can win any way they want to win. This I is just like, the most effective I way feel they've like been winning. That's less true this I year than like, ever before. No, 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 no. I feel like yeah, you paying attention to the last fifteen years. That's true. That's what Bill Belichick does. But I feel like we've already seen it from Kyle Shanahan that he has the ability to do that from times when he was the OC. When he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, what did he do? He dynamically changed them when he needed to. They won in different ways. He's doing what's working for them now, but when the time comes that they need to change it, they will change it. I I understand that like Bill Belichick's a lot more proven than Kyle Shanahan, blah, 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 blah. That's why I have the Patriots at one. It, it's the same reasoning you had the Patriots at one last time. Until someone beats them or until you prove it, the the Super Bowl goes through Foxborough. I don't even care if they lose. Like whenever well, I yeah, in the regular whenever, season, it whenever doesn't matter. I've made power rankings in the past, I I start with the Patriots at one, and then I make the rest of it. And I don't even care if they lose. I never move them from one because there's not a single game in the NFL. It doesn't matter who they play, where they will be at a disadvantage at quarterback or coach. Not a single one. I think I think disadvantage of quarterback is going to start showing. Not a single disadvantage. Not as far as smarts go. No. Like there's no, nothing Tom, you're going to be able to show Brady. No, Tom Brady's brain is impeccable. Yeah. There's nothing you're going to be able to show. The only way his ability is clearly literally the only way you're going to beat the Saints. I mean, sorry. The only way you're going to be able to beat the Patriots. The only way. Literally the only way is you got to run up the score so high that and then continue to do it and then continue to do it. In a way that you're basically forcing Tom Brady to drop back and hold the ball for more than three seconds. Yes. That is literally the only way to beat them. It's the only way to beat them. Do you think with the rest of their schedule there's a team that can do that to them? No. Uh, Maybe Kansas City in the regular season. I don't. What what week are they? They they played the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs and they shut them out in the first half. Right, but With then the they, worst yeah, but then they almost, but then they almost lost the game still I, in the second half. That's why this is regular season. I think the Chiefs can beat them in the playoffs. I don't fucking know. I guess the reason why I'm putting the 49ers... First of all, let's just say this: top, well, like, okay, take like ten through five. Here are the ten through five teams, like right here, right. I'm making a pantomime with you for you audio listeners, which is all of you. And then like there's a gap 
a decent one. And then there's the Packers. And then there's another gap, and then there's these three teams. Can we? Is that like fair yeah. to say? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a, a gap between the Packers and other teams, and then there's another gap between these I, two I teams. I don't agree that the big gap is that big in between the Packers and these three teams, but... I think it is just from coaching. I definitely think these are the three, like, den out of den teams. Yeah, here's the thing. I think... Packers are maybe... Packers like playing any of these three teams, I'm convinced they will lose. Just because... they. I think they'll get out coached. I, l- I actually am really impressed by Matt LaFleur, right? I'm actually impressed by him. They're still, they still struggle in the second half of games. Right. They still struggle. They've been getting better. Yeah. But I guess the only reason why I want to put the 49ers here is because, again, like, I will, I will bow to, um, oh, Matt's leaving by Matt. I gotta leave by Matt. I go to work, but I gave you my top three. Yeah, you got it. We we know where you're at, buddy. We're We're just going to debate like a bunch of idiots for the rest Um, of this time. You know, it doesn't matter, basically. um, Now I have to be Matt and Corey. Patreon and Twitter. Oh yeah, Matt! Don't forget your string cheese. Nah, it's yours now. Oh, you sweet child! I love you. <laughs> um, I guess the oh. only the only reason why I'll bow, yeah, dude. Two, the only reason why I'll bow that the 49ers are not second or first, but third. Okay, is I think the point that Corey made about oh well they've played a bunch of bad offensive lines. There are only. Literally only maybe four good offensive lines in the NFL. Yeah, because a lot of them are hurt. Yeah. Like, you can't even say the Dallas offensive line is good this year because they've all been injured. Really. Like, Tennessee's offensive line has not been that good. Um, Green Bay's offensive line is good. Green Green Bay's offensive... Here are the best offensive lines of football right now. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yep. The Saints. That's it. Yep. Every other... D- Every other offensive line in the entire NFL has massive deficiencies in certain spots. Yep. And because of the way the 49ers are built, no matter where your deficiency is, they will take advantage of it. Yep. So to say that, oh, well, they went up against a bunch of crappy offensive lines, there aren't many good offensive lines in the NFL. Yeah, so did the fucking Patriots. Yeah. Like, the Patriots' offensive line blows. They played against worse teams, actually. Yeah. So, like, the only reason why I'm putting the 49ers at three... Is because the Saints' loss is 100% justifiable. Yeah. Losing Drew Brees during a game, right, in a very emotional game. You don't game, win that. Sucked the oxygen out of the team, right? You don't win that game. Right. Then they came back, and then they ultimately played really well, and they won. What did you forget? Oh, yeah, the money. Matt had to give me his money for Liga, which oh. Justin also has to do. I didn't get it. Ryan, shut up. I know you gave me huh? I didn't get it. You suck. What are you doing Friday? Uh, um, working. Before that. Um, stopping at my house to pick up. I'll stop at your money. I'll okay. stop at the house to get your money. Very good. Anyway, <laughs> that loss completely understandable. Business right? transactions after dark. Yeah, that loss completely <laughs> understandable, right? And then they've won. There have been some of the games that they've played, like they beat the Bears. Yeah. Which are not good. We beat the Cardinals, who are like, eh, like they're okay. They beat the Buccaneers, who suck. We've realized that, right? They now suck. Yeah. Like, they're actually not that good of a team. They're like a paperweight champion. But the 49ers, and we talked about it earlier, and I I don't want to beat a dead horse. The 49ers should have lost to Pittsburgh. They really could have. The amount of times they turned the ball over, they should have lost. You turned the ball over five times. It was, you only win by three in Mason Rudolph's 
first ever career start. That was his first career start. Yeah. And you only win by three against a not good Pittsburgh team or an average Pittsburgh team, below average Pittsburgh team. But against a good Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, against a a Pittsburgh defense that has been impressive this year. Not great. They've just been impressive. Right. That's the only... Like, it's so... If if San Francisco wins that game by 10, they're the number one team to me. But, like, because that te- that game was so close, and, like, Where's you... The Patriots have, like, killed everybody. And the Patriots have killed everybody, but not actually killed everybody. It's just kind of been, like, like their defense just scores two touchdowns a game, basically. I think I saw I saw the statistic where they'd be 3-3-1 three, three, and one if their offense never scored a point. Jesus. Well, look, the 49ers will lose a game eventually. I don't know against who. And it may be a team be that uh, it may be a team that doesn't It'll even make uh, sense. I think it'll be the Saints. As good as the Patriots have been in previous years, they've always done something weird at least uh, once. Yeah, I lose, really want to Miami. I really want to. I, I really, really want to put the 49ers at one, but I can't discount how impressive the Saints have been without Breeze. And I'm just not going to go against my principle of I don't care what their record is. The Patriots are the best team. All right, fine. That's that's just where I stand on I'm, it. I'm okay with that. Just it, it's it's so the difference between these teams is so it's so close that yeah, like, like we're whatever. splitting hairs so much. I just like yeah, that's the and I'm probably I'm probably gonna be fucking wrong, but like man, I really love the Patriots defense this year. I am as the weeks go on, I am less trusting of Tom Brady's ability physically. Mm-hmm. You could kind of see it. And that's what I said when we, when we were getting, starting to get worries. Yeah, when I said when we were talking about the Browns, go back and eliminate those three turnovers. Yeah, eliminate those three turnovers that all led to points. Yeah, that game was not one sided. Like the like I said, the Browns didn't break the armor, but they chinked it. Like teams are gonna look back at that game and think like, okay, like sure the Browns shot themselves in the face again, as they have been all season, three straight times. Yeah. But, like, that game was not a 17-point game. Like, there were a lot of times where the Browns' defensive line was dominating the the Patriots' offensive line. There were times where the Browns' offensive line, which isn't very good, was dominating the Patriots' defensive front. Nick Chubb busted a 50-yard run before he fumbled. He ended up rushing for over 100 yards. I can't remember the last time a Patriot defense gave up a 100-yard rusher. Yep. Like, sure, he fumbled twice. But, like... You know, unless you, because you, you want to put, you don't want to put San Fran that low. No, I think they're number two. You want to put the Patriots. Number three. And Matt has the Patriots at three. Josby, you got a pen? Uh, yeah, hold on. Let's do this with math. Oh, we're, are we, are we going to average it out? Well, we're we're going to do it with... We're at a statistical impasse, by the way. Well, we'll see, because I'll do it in a way that attempts to do this... Fairly, I I would say this: the teams we ranked third. I'll give one point to. The teams we ranked second, I'll give two points to. The teams we ranked first, I'll give three points to. Okay. And we'll see what the order of points is. Okay. Um, give me that. It honestly might still be at an impasse, but I'm willing to do it because it's fun. All right. No, no, don't unplug it. Just hand it to me. Oh, the cable. Yeah, my phone. My phone's a piece of crap, and it died again. Math after dark. 
Math, Math after, after dark. dark. We're All also right. plugging phones in. This is what man. This I knew, I knew we were gonna get to this point with these three teams and it just always, be at an impasse. Yeah. Like my third place was the Patriots. Your third place was the Patriots. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matt's third place was. Do we the remember Matt? Was the Saints? Was the Saints? Your third place is the 49ers. the 49ers. 49ers. And technically, Corey's would have been Corey's the 49ers. Corey's is technically the 49ers. Our second place, mine is the 49ers. We'll give them two. Yeah. We're going to do it like that. Uh, what's your second place? The Saints. Matt's second place. Was the 49ers. 49ers, yeah. Your second place. Was the Saints. And Corey's second place is the Patriots. Okay. <laughs> this is probably just going to be stupid. It's going to be dead even. I, that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Dead even. I was counting it. I was doing this in my head already. I think it's even. That's, that's pretty hilarious if so. It. My number one is the Saints. One, two, three. Corey's number one is the Saints. One, two, three. Your number one, 49ers. Yes. One, two, three. Your number one is Patriots. One, two, three. And Matt's number one. Is Patriots. Is Patriots. One, two, three. If this is actually dead even, I'm fucking upset. <laughs> we didn't plan this, by the way. We did not share these with each other. We didn't try to meme. This is literally how close these by three way, teams are. By the way, without you, Genhart, without, without okay, your no. tie-breaking, would have been This is technically possible. All right, let's tally it up. The Saints have one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. The Saints are eleven. Saints have 11 points. 49ers, much lower. 9. Pats, 10. There it is. There it is. There it is. So, officially, that would be 49ers, 3rd, Pats, 2nd, Saints, 1. Yeah, sure. Okay. There, there it is. is. That's yeah. our power rankings. There it is. By math. With victory by math, the Saints are the number one football it's, They're literally all only one away from each other. That's kind of insane. All three actually. of these teams, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're just the best coach teams in the NFL. Now, interesting. Unless I fucked up, that's... No, actually, no, 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 that's, no, that's actually... Yeah. Now, here's the thing about these three teams. Obviously, um, the Saints' schedule has not been easy, but it doesn't get any easier. Um, they have yet to play Carolina... Um, they also play San Fran. Yep. Which I think is going to be a game that, unless San Fran just falls apart at some point, which they can, because San Fran also has to play Green Bay, um, could be for first place. God, there's so many games to look forward to. Um, San Fran versus Green Bay, I think, is going to be super interesting, because it's Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it'll be fun. And obviously the Patriots schedule, for what it's worth, gets harder... "Quote unquote harder." <laughs> yeah, sure, I, um, uh, sure. They got the, one of the easiest schedules in the league. Like, well, they they play. Oh, well, they play the Ravens and the Texans and the Chiefs, and they got to play the Bills again, and they got to play the Cowboys and right. the Eagles. I said this no, today. That's one top five team. I said this today. I was like, I was like, who's gonna beat them? I said this to this one kid over who's a Patriots fan. I was like, I was like, who's gonna beat them? The Texans, like Bill O'Brien versus Bill Belichick. Lose. 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 Next game, Dallas. Jason Garrett Lose. versus Bill Belichick. Lose. The Philadelphia has a bunch of DBs that are that before the season were janitors in Philadelphia. Lose. Lose. 
Like, the Chiefs can't stop the run. Lose. Lose. The Ravens, maybe. The only one. Maybe. And the Bills, if Josh Allen doesn't get fucking knocked unconscious... And turn the ball over six times. I could see them splitting the wins. On maybe the they win. And if Josh, if Josh Allen didn't get knocked unconscious, yeah, they, may, they win that football they game. Might, they, that, they might have won. No, they win that football game. Easy. Easy, baby. Easy. You know what the game to look forward to is, though? Hmm. Week 16, Bengals and Dolphins. Suck ball! I hope they're both... <laughs> dude, if they are both... If they are both winless going into that game... Is it possible? It is. Yeah. I guess it's possible. It is like, possible that they're both winless going into that game. 0-16 is tough. I don't think they will And be. that's getting as close as you fucking can. I don't think they will be because the Miami Dolphins are going to win this week. Hot take, man. Um, Who are they playing again? Jets. Oh, that's fucking embarrassing. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, um, so those are our power rankings. Feel free to argue with us, Corey. If you listen Corey to this, will. Corey is going to argue with us. Corey's going to hate every single thing about this and feel like we just ranked the teams where we wanted to rank them and didn't take his opinion into consideration when actually we did. He mathematically did. Well, mathematically, we did. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should give the 49ers negative points because he had them fifth, but they would still be third out of the three. Right. And they got to there anyway. So, yeah. uh, 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 um, points moot. Um, but anyway. Let's do what we always do at the end of an episode uh, where I go through some of the lines here presented or given to me by ESPN. Um, and then, I, that, then that shade, too. Yeah, and then we'll do the shade. Oh, the shade of the week. Um, oh, crap. I had a good one. It's the Jaguars against Sam Darnold, maybe? The Jaguars against Sh- Sam Darnold was really good. The mascot wearing the ghost. Yeah, the mascot yeah. wearing the ghost costume. Yeah. That's um, oof. Crap. There was another one that was really good. I can't remember what it was. Dang it. The biggest missed shade of the week, or uh, self-shade, if you will, was Freddie Kitchen's comment about OBJ. Yeah. That's some self-shade. That's some self-shade. Oh, he he had... Yeah, but the thing about it, though, is like, oh, he had seven targets, he caught five of them. Yeah, he was probably only, yeah. he was probably only open seven times against the Patriots because of the way they defend him. So, like, he was probably only open seven times. Yeah. So I don't want to hear, oh, they should have thrown the, oh, the ball to OBJ more. Have you watched, again, we're going to do this meme. Have you watched the Patriots the last 15 years? Do you want to know what the Patriots do defensively? They take away your best player. You know who the best player on the Browns is? Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. I guarantee you that's part of the reason why Nick Chubb was running freely for eight yards of carry. Yeah. Because he had two people on Odell. That's probably why. I haven't watched the film yet. I'm, I might do it Friday. Um, <laughs> Friday and Saturday are the days where I catch up on the uh, football that I've missed, so, um, because that's how long it fucking takes NFL Network, the NFL Network, to put their games up on Game Pass because they suck. Um, Jesus Christ, that's how long it takes for the coaches' film to get out. Why it takes we... like days. Why? I don't know why. I hate it. It's just as simple as it's actually it. up usually by like Wednesday or Thursday. But the fact that it takes that long, especially because I work in the middle of the week, it just makes it impossible for me to watch it. Um. But anyway, speaking of the undefeated San Francisco 49ers, they play on Thursday night football on the road oh, God. against the Arizona Cardinals, one of two matchups that they have in three weeks. So they play Arizona this week, and then they will play them two weeks again from now. Um, the line is... Uh, Arizona games shake my damn head. Arizona getting nine and a half in that game. Uh, next, another divisional match, this one in London. Um, Houston against Jacksonville. Jacksonville getting two and a half. Washington at the Bills. The uh, Washington is getting nine and a half. Chicago at Philly. Chicago getting four no, and a not. half. 
Um, uh, Tennessee at the Panthers. Tennessee getting three and a half. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh getting one and a half. Wow. Vegas thinks that. Vegas thinks that game is going to be real close. Which I think that game's going to. be I real agree. Close. I think that game's going to be really close. I think the Colts win, but I think the, I think the game's going to be close. That's what I have picked in my shit. So um, Colts winning close game. Yep. Okay. Um, Make me say it. Minnesota at Kansas City. Minnesota getting two and a half. Not Kansas City. I do not think Pat Mahomes is playing that week because everything I've read so far says that he's coming back week ten against the Titans. Is everything I've everything I've seen is that he's coming Hold back. Hold him week for 10. as long as you possibly can. To be um, I wouldn't put him back in against Minnesota. No, fuck that. Um, they have a good line. But Minnesota getting uh, two and a half. Um, Jets at Dolphins. Man, what is it? Uh, what, what a game! Could it possibly be the Dolphins are getting five and a half. It's the smallest point spread the Dolphins have had all year. Yeah, I bet. Um, um, Detroit at Oakland. Detroit getting two and a half. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay at Seattle. Tampa Bay getting six and a half. Cleveland at Denver. Denver getting two and a half. Cleveland needs to win that game. If Cleveland loses that football game. Oh, then they uh and drops to two and, and drops sure. to two and six. <laughs> no Joe Flacco with no with fucking Brandon Allen playing yeah. quarterback. Oh, dude, can't wait. Then they play Buffalo next week. Mm-hmm. They better good defense against. Uh, oh boy, okay. Cle- uh, I think Cleveland's going to win, but they need to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Green Bay at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting three and a half. Really low. Only three. Only three and a half. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Um. Like, 13. Uh, and then, again, this is just what the ESPN's giving me. This isn't, you know, lines change, you know, things happen, whatever. Patriots at the Ravens. The Ravens are getting three and a half. And finally, the Monday night game, Dallas at New York. Um, New York getting seven and a half. So there are a couple of these that I've already bet. Um, Actually? Yes. Oh. Um, one of them being Minnesota plus two and a half. Yep. Um, That's a they one. always tell you if you see an if you see an underdog that the like pick if you're gonna pick an underdog pick an underdog that you think is actually just gonna win. Um, and I think uh, Minnesota plus two and a half against a Kansas City Kansas City defense that can't stop the run and oops, yep, Dalvin Cook comes to town. Um, I also think green bay only minus three and a half yeah not easy against the chargers what the fuck that's weird like i mean i understand i think i understand the the rationale behind it is that the chargers have melvin gordon and they could just run him up the left side to get to give you to give you an idea of like because it shows me like the percentage of people that are picking each side 85 percent of the people who have picked that game are picking Green Bay. Well, yeah, it's the biggest. It's the biggest side out of any game the this week. Chargers blow. But so, like I said, I think I think what people are think what they're thinking is that oh, they could just run Melvin Gordon up the left side yeah. and they get like 120 yards rushing or whatever. The only other one that I'm kind of like, there's two. The other two that I'm kind of like mm, are Panthers minus three and a half against Tennessee. I think the Panthers are a lot better than Tennessee. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and plus, I think Carolina just got embarrassed. And Ron Rivera is a good coach. Yep. And what are they? I mean, what one of the big they'll, things? They'll bounce back. Yeah, they'll bounce. They'll bounce back. Game. They're not going to like. They won't blow Tennessee out. 
No, but Christian McCaffrey got a good game. But they're going to they're gonna beat him by more than a field goal. Yeah. I'm nodding. Sorry. Yeah. I was doing that yeah. for no reason because it's an audio program. Yeah. Um, and then the only other... <laughs> The only other game that I'm kind of like, mm, yeah, that, that game feel a little funny to me. Um, <laughs> but it's weird though. Is is Detroit getting two and a half? Yeah, Detroit's burned me a lot this year. They they, they burned themselves because they burned year. me real bad against Minnesota. Detroit's got burned by yeah. stupid situations. They burned me real bad against Minnesota, but getting two and a half, like Oakland hasn't played a home game since like week two. So I think a lot of people are thinking like, oh man, Oakland going to be real fired up. You know, they're finally at home again. They're going to play really well. They're going to be motivated to play well in front of their home crowds. But good Lord, their pass defense is horrid. And like Matt Stafford is just going to kill them, kill them and have a field day, I think. So those are the games that I'm like the most confident about. I agree with literally every single one of them. I wouldn't bet it, but my upset pick of the week would be Jacksonville over Houston. In London. I hope that doesn't happen because uh, I have money on that game. Oh, oh, London's their home. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of the reason. Holy, that's the that. London game? Oh, no! We gotta change our picks! Justin, we made a mistake. We gotta change our picks. <laughs> we have to go back. Me and him both picked Houston. We have to change our picks. We made a fucking mistake, dude. Sound the alarm. It's in London. That's their home. Justin, Justin, find your totally... Justin, listen, you need to I need to find fair. my totally legal guy, get more slips so we can change Justin, him. Justin, you need to totally... You need to find your Go totally to for internet... Per, for, for entertainment purposes only... Right. Guy? <laughs> yeah. And I need to We're get gambling for Halloween candy. We, don't we did it at Pat. Oh, my, oh yeah. my God. I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't know it was London. Oh, dude. Jackson's going to win by it's 40. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jackson's going to win by 40. Look, Houston's still easily the better team, but, like, I really think that just it's the law London. of averages states the, the Jacksonville likes the London, and then the other teams just, like, don't wake up or something, and they're just like, Ugh, It's a different time zone. Game. I don't know, man. God, it's their home. Oh, sweet God. Yeah, I, I, I like your upset there because they live, it's at their home. Uh, it's because they live in Florida, so they don't sleep anyway. They're just... Oh, because you know, they might die? Sure. They're always <laughs> on edge in Florida. <laughs> Are there any Especially other games? Especially in Jacksonville. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Any other games? <laughs> yeah. But any other when games? Are patrons, when our patrons, Ben Birdie, will attest to how fucked up Jacksonville is. Yeah. Any other games, there. Jen Hart, that you're like... That I haven't mentioned that you're kind of like... Mm. I mean, not particularly. Cleveland minus two and a half. I think Cleveland's going to no, win. No, I, I really like that one. I, actually. That's my favorite. I would not touch that game with a 10-foot no, pole. That's my favorite. Like, because Joe Flacco... I don't do- trust Cleveland to win, and I do not trust Denver to win either. That game will end in a tie. Well, if, twice. It, if it ends in a tie, then <laughs> Denver wins the, the spread. The spread, sure. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, Nick Chubb has I'm a I'm just day. kidding. It wouldn't end in a tie. I just like predicting that because it's funny. Yeah. No now, one ties. I think it's easy. Um, Philadelphia? Only four and a half against Chicago? Or is that another game you wouldn't touch because nope. of how inconsistent Philadelphia yeah, has been? Both yeah. of those teams have been inconsistent. I agree. wouldn't touch it with the 10 foot We court. ranked them um, close, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, they um, like three spots away from each other, I think. Or two spots. Interesting. Be interesting one here. This is about as small of a line that I would. Maybe not. I don't know. This is about as low as it would as it could possibly get, and I would still maybe take it. Dude, Thursday night games are weird, man. Thursday night games are goofy. I would. There's nothing in this world you could say to convince me to like, not take San Fran, though. I don't know, man. The 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 underdog. 
outside of week one, because week one doesn't really count because you're not operating on a short week because you have yeah. all season to prepare for it. So if you're just going from week two, the underdog is covered six times this yep. season on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Most recently, the Washington Redskins against the Minnesota Vikings. Covered, was, not won. They didn't. They yeah. covered. Like, they lost by 10, but they covered the 14-point spread. Like, I'm I'm in no universe saying that Arizona's going to win this football game. Okay. But, like, over scoring one. But, like, at the end of the game, like, could San Francisco be leading by 13 in the fourth quarter and Arizona scores a bullshit touchdown at the end and you makes know, it a six-point game? Yeah. A lot of San Fran games have been close. I mean, you could maybe well, disregard I mean, the really. rain one. And, well, <laughs> they blew yeah, out Cincinnati. Browns. They blew out the Browns. They blew out. Carolina, they blew out the Rams. You know, you're right. Basically blew out the Redskins. I think I was just thinking of that Redskins game, but that's like in the rain. No one could do shit. The Redskins had 50 yards passing in that game. Lit. Yeah. (laughs) All I'm saying is, is like... It's they just, don't, it's they just don't a, win pretty is what I'm trying to say, I guess. You fuck my segue, you son of a bitch. Go I'm just, ahead. I'm just, Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's a weird one. Like, if this was, like, double, a double-digit spread, I would take it. Like, if this was, like, 11 points, I would take it in a heartbeat. But it's nine and a half, and I'm like, ugh. Ugh. It's tough. Yeah. It's, I don't like, it's, I don't it's, like it. It's just an interesting one. I don't like I don't that know. one. What about the Bills minus nine and a half? Damn, <laughs> Hilarious. Against the Redskins? I'm taking the Redskins. You're taking the Redskins? Yeah. You kidding me? Dude, the Redskins may not get past the 50 yard line. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, but you know what? That's a fun fact about the Buffalo uh, Bills. They may here. also not cross the 50 yard line. I am looking forward to not seeing any of that game no, on Red Buffalo, yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Bills win that game, but then they have to win it from a Josh Allen game winning drive. Yeah. And they win by seven and the Redskins cover it. Also the Miami Dolphins are gonna beat the Jets and cover the five point five. I love that shit. That's a, that's my favorite take of yours this week. It's gonna happen, dude. There's, think You're about picking the Jets to win in an upset, dude, no, the which Dolphins. doesn't sound like dude things that should occur. Think about the trajectory of both of these teams. Just think, just think about it. Jets. Tr- tr- the Dolphins had moments, literal moments, of their last four games where like they could have won. In like all of them, almost. maybe they led against the Bills. Yeah, if games ended in the first quarter. To be fair, most perhaps. people lead against the Bills. Uh, and then, the, the, then yeah. Josh Allen does the Josh That's Allen thing, and then they win the game. Yeah. He good. He good. Like second half quarterback. He's good fourth quarter quarterback. He's, he's a not, very good fourth quarter. He's quarterback. not good in the third. That's because Josh Allen ah. is a master of game winning drives for some reason. Yeah. Is he the so next? He runs a is lot. he the next Eli Manning? Yeah. Yeah. Were you gonna Were you gonna pick up uh, another game? You gonna pick any more games? No, I like the ones that you picked already. Yeah, so, my favorite is Cleveland. Your favorite's Cleveland. My favorite's Cleveland. Genhart hates that. I think it's. I mean, I just hate that. Game. I think. I think. I, just I think Joe Flacco game. does a lot more for that. I don't hate Broncos your offense that people think. I don't hate your pick, but I feel like you could just as easily argue the opposite too, and that's why I say with fuck away from that game. Yeah, nope, I love that. it. I love I love Cleveland in that one. I think it's easy. I will say though that like I mean they need a win. This is one yeah, they could is, get. They're desperate for a win. They're desperate for a win. They're pissed off, and yeah. you have to. It's not like the Denver Broncos isn't though. Fucked. They're, they're fucked. Fucked right now. But they also need a win, and they the coach can, wants one, so that he doesn't so, look like a fucking idiot. Vic Sangio yeah. broke Joe Flacco's collarbone because he talked shit, yeah. and now they are fucked. <laughs> it was his. It was his oh, neck. Oh. Yeah. Just to give an idea of like 
what happened to me this year with picks. The first month of the season, like the first four weeks, here's how many games I won. You ready for this? Yeah. Week one, I won 10 games. Week two, 11 games, which is insane. Yeah. Week three, 10. Week four, 10. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Next month of the season, October. It's my birthday. My birthday month. Mm-hmm. Ready good for month. This? Good month. I won seven games. Mm-hmm. I won eight games. Mm-hmm. I won four games. Yeah, you got fucked. And seven games. Mm, very good. Why Why this happen? Why was that good in the month that is hard to predict? Versus the month that's a little easier. I don't fucking know. I just kept getting hung Football up. I just kept, I just kept picking... The them, bu- uh, just kept picking the Buccaneers. Them Halloween dude, tricks. Dude. I gave up. I told you. I told I'm you already. Still, I refuse to pick the Buccaneers and I refuse to pick the fucking Vikings. I, I am do not still, give a shit. I'm still undefeated in sides with the Bengals. I have not picked a Bengal side incorrect. I've picked them when they've covered and I've picked against them when they haven't covered. That's not bad. I assume that the numbers have to be abysmally bad in all of those matchups. Not all of them. There's yeah. been times where um I mean they only got let's see. Not not Dolphins abysmally bad, but yeah. Well, the the Rams they were get they were and the Rams they were plus 12 and a half. Yeah. Um against the Jacksonville they were only uh plus 3 and a half, but Jacksonville covered and I took Jacksonville. Um week 6 they were plus 11 and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. I was like that's too much. Took the Bengals and I was right. Um, they were minus they were minus four and a half against Arizona, so Arizona was getting four and a half. I was like, nope, Arizona going win. They won. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah. For some reason, I'm just really good at picking Cincinnati results this year. You know that team? I just because because I hate know, them. Yes, that's kind of what I'm because I at. hate them. I'm actually yeah. wearing my my Vontez Burfick getting owned by Juju Smith Schuster shirt right now. It says karma in big yellow letters. Holy shit, I gotta be up in uh, six hours. Yeah, let me close up this fucking show, please. I tried a little bit ago and we went on another tangent. Yeah, shit, me and Justin have to talk about shit films still. Oh, goddamn it. Yeah, we gotta record our other show right after this. If you guys love our content and want to listen to more, make sure you follow us on Twitter at FATPOD. We'll show you updates on when episodes are releasing. And I also like to post little snippet previews on there. Yeah. If you guys, like, as episodes are coming out now, if you guys want to listen to those, get a little, little chucky chucky, see what the episode's kind of about. Kind of gives you a good moment from it. A Chucky Chucky, eh? A little Chucky Chucky, a little ha-ha. little boof-boof. Joker's trick. (laughs) A little Joker's trick. If you like us so much that you want to give us some cash money, go to patreon.com slash F-E-D-P-O-D and donate there in our select number of tiers, including the new tier, which is B. Corey's friend, for $50 a month. And then there's a new tier for $100 a month. You can live in Corey's house with Corey. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's two hundred fifty dollars a month because it's rent, baby. Yeah, that's part of his rent. <laughs> then there's another that's still tier. Low. Then there's yeah, a, that is really low. there's a final tier that's uh, three hundred and fifty dollars, which is just this money goes to Genhart. Oh, I like that tier, <laughs> man. <laughs> you just give Genhart three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, mom, I'm employed in quotation marks. You just don't understand <laughs> podcasts, all right? <laughs> You understand it, Mom. End the episode. I gotta go to bed. And I gotta pee. Uh oh. Okay. Very good. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. Good night, everybody. Sweet dreams. Happy and- Halloween. Oh yeah. Have a good Halloween. Eat the t- tricks. Boom. What? <laughs>